Happy birthday to you. What's going on, everybody? Cali Death Podcast back once again, episode 140. I am your host, Anthony Trapani. And as always, I got mad resident homies with me right now. This is the Joel Horner birthday party crazy extravaganza episode. It's so cool. Uh, Casey, was yours, uh, yours actually on an episode too? Yeah, so... In order for it to be a birthday, it has to be on the day. It has to be proper, falls dude. on the Thursday. So, yeah. yes, I'm the only one who's had a birthday episode before. And uh, when I look back at it, I was probably blacked out by the second half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you I were. I was just like, yeah, dude. Like, we got in some obscure argument at the end of the night. We were both like blacked out. And just like, remember, just like some negativity at the end. But we were just like, what were you even talking about? We were just like blacked out completely. <laughs> yeah, like, arguing about plants or something. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, i'm joined by uh the birthday man himself joel horner i got casey you. howard with me i got carrie gear with me and i got a first time appearance from a man i've wanted on here for a very long time super sick to have him we got trevor stewart with us tonight speech i am honored to be here i've, uh, I've waited many years to be a part of this so Thank you. I know. Let's a little backstory on Trevor. He's had to listen to this fucking shit because he lives literally in the room next to me. We live in the same house together, and he's had to hear me just going like, "Oh yeah, fucking bottle," like me, like all like <laughs> screaming, all drunk all the time. I'm like, he's like, "Are you fucking texting me?" He's like, "Are you fucking done yet? Let's fucking play a game of pool, bitch." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, ammo for later in the night. I can just be like, "Yeah, you know that thing you said? That was bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude he's here to call you on your bullshit dude. yeah yeah yeah. No, yeah bullshit i say bullshit a lot you know it's fine but uh <laughs> yeah dude we'll see the professor later he's uh jamming with uh last of lucy right now practicing oh, nice. so when he's uh back from his jam he'll hop on um and uh, will be oh yeah go ahead i just drove straight from uh san diego <laughs> All day today Diego, to dude. be at Joel's house. I am here at Joel's house in his kitchen. So three of us on the pod right now are at Joel's house. And you it's have a literal. It's a lumber dome. Yeah, the lumber dome. We're at the lumber dome. Yeah, look at the wood. <laughs> up, dude. Art in the lumber dome, dude. Um, <laughs> I'm really excited about this weekend, too, guys. I get to see yes. all you guys in person. I'm I'm really oh, yeah. really excited. Uh, we're gonna have a blast um but yeah dude tonight's gonna be just a a bro down you know we got a bunch of special guests that have uh agreed to pop on whether or not they're actually going to we will see uh soon but uh we don't know how long this thing's gonna go we're just gonna let it go though um we gotta plug some stuff in the beginning as always uh we're live on twitch by the way come check us out on twitch every thursday night uh Battleforgecoffee.com, the homies in Deeds of Flesh. That's uh, where we get our coffee. That's where we get our swag. I got a sick T-shirt, and it's a super comfortable T-shirt, dude. Like, I'm not joking. It's not 
your bullshit Gildan fucking death metal merch that we all buy. It's it's soft and nice feeling material. I'm stoked on that shirt for real. I'm probably gonna wear it this weekend. People um, need to fucking put more like they need no, to look dude, more in their really shirts. Is like the, like uh, a, a very important thing for me now is like how the clothes actually feel on me. Yeah, because I'll get shirts that look amazing, and I'm like, fuck yeah, that's exactly what I want. And then I put it on, it's like sick, dude. My belly button's out. The whole shirt turns into like a square. Um, second <laughs> yeah. time you wash it, you you're like, reach up, you're like, ah, dude. Like, it's I like, noticed that, uh, that fucking like prog, like European shirts just get like one size bigger, and that's like this. They're soft and they're a little longer, and mm-hmm. they just have it down better. I feel like, right? And that's how I feel in a Battleforge Coffee t shirt. So go get one of those at battleforgecoffee.com. And then, uh, if you want to get a different t-shirt that i haven't put one on so i can't tell you how they feel but it's a a t-shirt that you could get at cali death podcast merch dot or no cali death podcast big cartel.com that's a, a different shirt that you could also purchase it helps us out and i'm hoping that it's comfortable on you when you buy I have one of those and it's very comfortable <clears throat> yeah there you I go will, i will have... second that the that, that that shirt that i got years ago now is still in heavy rotation that thing oh yeah dude. it's worn a oh, lot yeah. so it also gets washed a lot and it's held mm-hmm. up quite well i wear it all the time Sick. it's awesome there's, there's like one of those uh, unique leader shirts they just like were super thick remember like you'd wash them a bunch and a bunch, like i remember i had a spawn of possession one that was like triple thickness on it and it was like you remember that thing i lost dude, my the cabinet art looks great on my spawn shirt still today, dude. The full color old school unicleer nice. shit stayed to together nice. Yeah. Maybe not so much the logo ones, but we don't really have to mention that. <laughs> like karate <laughs> e thickness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> just fucking thick. Yeah. And the shirts, I get shirts like when you get that I have those funny shirts I wear all the time, and those are like karate gi on the actual cotton part and you're just like eh. when you put it on you it's like not soft at all you're just yeah. like fucking like all this for a joke this sucks <laughs> it <does support> <laughs> yeah. yeah i like sweating it anyways keep going um but yeah go to all those places and support the homies and support the show um what else do we got? Oh, yeah. Tonight starts off the Chicago Domination Fest 8. Oh, and yeah, that's right. Tonight is kicked off. So if you're uh, listening to this and you're not there, then you're missing out. Oh, wow. We're missing out by doing this show instead of being there. Um, yeah, it's a packed lineup, and we've been uh, plugging them ever since we hooked up with them. You it's can the see last one? The last one, right? Corner there. What? It's the last one ever, they're saying, right? Oh, right. That's news some, to me. I don't know. Someone, I mean, I've seen people post on it recently. They're like, fuck yeah, I got to keep the chat. Maybe will tell me, but like, supposedly, like, uh, yeah, it's like the last, they're just doing one more or something, but it's probably going to be so successful that I have to do another one. So, yeah, right. As, yeah. Now Cali Death is involved. So it's, you know, it's a different <laughs> ballgame now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe we'll see. We're going to sell them 11 more Cali tickets. Death festival at some point in the future. Um, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, the generator rehearsal studios. Let's throw that up for them real quick. Go rehearse there if you're in SoCal. Oh, do I have to do it? Boom. Oh, okay. All right. We're through, we're through the woods here, guys. So uh, it's your birthday, Joel, and aliens are real, dude. So how do you feel about that? 
I uh, woke up this morning um, with a sickness. I think it might be uh, some sort of like posting that we're live. Um, this morning, just like fucking, are you serious? Like on my birthday, I have like engagement party, all this crazy shit happening. And, and like I have people like my dad's flying in today. My mom's flying in today. Casey just got here. Like I have all these people coming and I just fucking was like sick, dude. I think I might actually be sick, but I think it's like allergy and i'm trying to have a couple of drinks to get my way through it but uh yeah it's kind of a probably one of the feels like i'm 40 but i'm 39 you know what i'm saying so i'm like yeah. <laughs> he's a 40 year old I'm hey hey slow down i didn't say 41 Trevor, yeah. Let me tell you. But, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no but i'm uh, i'm in a weird state i'm in a weird state i'm trying to well. have a couple drinks and feel good but i i couldn't miss it because Fuck, imagine, like, me missing the, like, pod with the fucking, yeah, I'm not, uh, I've had one surge, but I've been drinking, like, orange juice with alcohol in it, because, like, that's, like, healthy, like, vitamin C True. and shit, but, like. This, this <laughs> that's just science, dude. Uh, the, the vitamin C and mm -hmm. the alcohol. Totally. Yeah, it doesn't yep. counteract. It's, like, it's still get the vitamins. Actually, the alcohol opens up the vitamin C to go in, say, like, yeah. stronger. Yeah, no, it, it activates. actually helps yeah. your vitamin uh, intake. I think you're actually able to absorb okay, more yeah. of your vitamins when you take them with alcohol. <laughs> At least I thought he brought in, I, I thought my, my Gilbert, my, so my, my Gilbert's in the background. I thought he had, like, I thought he had oh, yeah. two fireworks and a bottle of whiskey. Yes. Fireworks. <laughs> Coming in with like uh, gifts, for, gifts for you that we're going to virtually enjoy. Got. Yes, Joel. Happy birthday! Thank you, Your buddy. Honor. We got you, Basil Hayden. Basil oh, Hayden. fuck yeah! Awesome. We're gonna yeah. enjoy drinking it. Thank you. <laughs> Hell yeah! Some whiskey for you, bro. Snap <laughs> <laughs> into a couple Slim Jims. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got Mike Gilbert on the show as well, dude. I'm uh, actually at his. Oh, we got some uh, edibles as well. Oh my! Are God. you doing edibles and whiskey now? Why? This yeah. is a party, yeah. dude. Jesus. This is how this you is. Cheers Man, you guys are good. wild. Yeah, cheers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude cheers. That's some Gilbert hospitality right there, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bacon, coming. bacon and eggs. Bacon, bro. cooking up in the kitchen. Oh, dude. Was, so I, I was blown away by the hospitality, Mike, the other day. I was so rad being oh, on yeah. the pod, just being handed like turkey bacon. And they're just like, oh, <laughs> thank yeah, you. Dude. And I just, dude, it was so fun yeah, staying. Thanks, thanks again, man. Your house You're is welcome. immaculate and very clean and wonderful to be at, and it was awesome. That was very thanks, nice. dude. I'm glad you. Yeah, the guitars on your wall are worth more than yeah, your fucking house, probably. Time. Well, cheers to Joel. <laughs> <laughs> cheers, cheers to Joel. This, this is alcohol. This is alcohol. Happy birthday, Banana Town. Banana Town. We're all drinking alcohol, aren't we? Nobody. Yep. So I did bring up the aliens because I did want to talk about it for a second, dude. Have you guys? heard about this yet and so the dude there was the dude that spoke in front of congress is this what you're talking about yeah and he, and he would and they were like what can you tell us and he's like kind of nothing and then like <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i mean he did i think trust that, me bro in his wording i didn't <laughs> think they kind of confirmed some stuff i mean they did say they have some vehicles and they, possibly well, he said they had fucking lit. pilots he was like yeah there dude. are there are biological i was like what the fuck <laughs> non-human <laughs> And yeah. then they they were like, Me "Can too, you elaborate?" Yeah. And he's like, "No." Nah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not sure. Like, I mean, this is how much they told me I can tell you, I guess. Before I get... did it come from that that Las Vegas video where the the thing crashed and there was like big tall beings or something. And then remember and that? Then, did you see that video? Yeah, it was like, it was like, like a kid or something, right? That no, like, no, there was like this big. A bunch of people saw this thing come down, and then someone just randomly called nine one. It's like these like 
eight foot like things are in the like walking around the, my backyard right now and yeah. just cops and everyone came over and they're like what the fuck and and then the cop like, was even like it. you know i would be uh i wouldn't really be entertaining this if my partner didn't say he witnessed it as well so actually i want to know what's up you know yeah so yeah he trusts his partner freaked out he's like i actually got to go around yeah. and get some information dude I feel like aliens, though, if they were like all smart, they they totally would be able to like work remote. They don't have to like be on site in this saucer. Like, come on. Yeah, I, I bet you know they're probably I'm sending avatar type deals. Yeah, yeah. Holograms. Holograms. Yeah. Holograms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Holograms. Crazy shit, yeah. right? I mean, every anything's possible now, dudes. Now that we got this being talked about in Congress, dude, anything's possible, dude. Well, I'm curious what what the government's doing that's using this as a distraction, right? Isn't that normally how it goes? I'm also on, I'm on that side too, dude. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. There are definitely slides. That's, that's, that's a classic. Uh, I agree with this. Look at, look at what's over here, you know, and then <laughs> grab people. Pass a few yeah. laws on the side. Yeah, I think I think Abiosis has got it. Yeah, yeah, nailed it. It's a um, grab people. <laughs> Look yeah, at yeah, it's crab. Crab. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, subterranean uh, crab people, aliens. You know what I mean? They're not actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're from the hollow earth. We all know yeah, that yeah, they've yeah, been covering yeah. this yeah. up for yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. And they oh, all get right. Antarctica, right? Sorry, I fucked something up with your mic. Yeah, Antarctica is the. That's the ice wall where you fall off the edge of the earth, right? Yeah, mm, yes, because yeah. it's sure. a disc. Yeah. It, well, it, speaking it, of crab people, I think Carrie was going to kind of take over some ideas on this episode. Be here in about five minutes. I think you guys are all going to be stoked. So, rad. Okay. Oh yeah. Man, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna take over too much. I will say that uh, I'm honored to be here for Joel's birthday. His birthday extravaganza oh, yeah. podcast. Um, he's. He just finally turned uh, 24 years old, and we're very yeah. happy. Um, he only got his driver's license in the last two years, <laughs> and so we've all been looking after this kid for a very long time. Um, yep. He is 21. He just turned 21 again. He just yeah, got yeah, a 21 again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I've got that in my notes here. Just okay. got a bowflex. Um, <laughs> takes up half of his room. <laughs> he just lives. He, he, he just lives inside of a bowflex. That's that's, that's, how, that's how he rolls. Um, that's my nickname. I am a bowflex. Bro, you know, uh, uh, July twenty seventh has always been a big day in my life because it's Joel's birthday. But yeah. it is also when Metallica released "Ride the Lightning" in nineteen eighty four. It is also when Purple Rain opened in the United States in 1984. It's also the day that Alice Cooper's Indian art store in Scottsdale, Arizona was hit by a firebomb in 1979. And then he freezes. This is an important day in rock history. It's yeah. the day that Bruce Springsteen sued his manager, Mike Appel, in Manhattan's U.S. District Court for fraud and breach of contract in 1976. <laughs> Thanks, Joel. It's an important day, fellas. Uh, and uh, please try out to be the next Jeopardy host. Exactly. I think he's got some more for us. So good. Yeah. No. So besides the aliens and besides the uh, you know the random trivia, we 
what's on the tip of everyone's tongue, what all the kids are talking about is, of course, not more than a week ago, there was a big announcement. And that announcement was that Creed was going to reunite and they're going to be doing a cruise in 2024. Now, Creed cruise. Now, this is this is probably the biggest death metal news that I've heard in over a decade. I mean, How does everyone feel about the Creed reunion in 2024? The cruise name is Summer of '99. <laughs> it's very knowing. Yeah, taking a bit higher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, trying to get taken higher. Yeah. It's no, too it's low a, to the ground, I think. Yeah, they're, they're playing in a blimp. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, yo. So, I mean, anyway, I think it, it, that really just marked. That's just another. Oh, what happened? I see nobody. So, just gonna do that. So, same time. Just more of the 90s trying to do their loop around dude oh i think what happened remember scott Stapp? like back in the day he was like a complete nightmare and was like he was homeless in the hotel room and he was like asking fans for money and he had zero money and he was like he was just all about pills and shit and like where was jesus then he lost his like he had to refine him dude he had to like look around like you know he found him in a couple needles he was like in a couple needles he's like there he is dude bread there's some wine uh, no, I know it's that was. There's some Scott. If you want to see like funny thing, there's one that's like a Scott Stapp drunk at a poker, like a poker competition, and it's him just like trying to go like to the host. It's like a like a girl. She's like, oh, "What's up, baby?" I'm trying to like kiss her. Like, Give me a kiss. Put that, that Stapp charm down, dude. He's all, "What's up, dude? You know who I am? I'm fucking Scott." He's Stapp, like, "I miss I mixed fucking you know oxycotton with fucking whiskey tonight. What's up, girl? You want to hang out? <laughs> it's all God it's all, made, dude." I've had a maybe non-lethal dose of fentanyl tonight. <laughs> Mars rock, baby. I mean, I guess a Creed cruise full of Creed fans might be a nice weapon against aliens, if you think about True. it. True. Yeah, no, you weapon you weaponize Creed against the aliens. <laughs> we, yeah, we've all seen Mars attacks. We all know. Uh, we all know that that, well, yeah, exactly. Good. The best tour, it's like Creed, Nickelback, and like like all the like Sugar yeah. Ray or something. Is Limbiscuit, <laughs> dude? Creed, Nickelback, Limbiscuit. Oh no, yeah, I that... have a shirt. Hold on, keep talking. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> um, he's got another parody shirt. He's got to pull out. I feel yeah. like Nickel. I feel like Nickelback people. Oh, what? A... I don't know if you can see this, but what is this? <laughs> Nickelback, Creed, 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 dude. You are a madman. Wow. No, there you go. They need that shirt, yeah. dude. They can't. <laughs> so NCIS stole Nickelback, Creed, Incubus, Stained. <laughs> like, our greatest weapon. Our greatest weapon against I'll the back aliens. to CS in that. Wait. Which? What is? What was it? What was the last two? I it's NCIS. Incubus and stained. Incubus and stained. I'll take those two. But uh yeah, I saw stained. They yeah, that was it was it was a th- yeah, I saw it was a stained thing. uh in uh like the beginning of their shit, like right as the we, new one. They carried it out. too. Right? Didn't we went to Edge Fest in New Mexico? They were all wearing like yes. black Ben Davis setups. Everybody's wearing the black collared shirts and the black Ben yeah, Davis. Yeah, might have might have been the one of the first times I saw like a seven string guitar live. Or something was he into that the, those guys no, or, no? okay was i might be thinking of something else i remember there was a incubus the is the most uh, awesome talented though. out of all those bands yeah, by incubus the way. is like a jazz 
rock band that like wanted to make money. Well, those first records are like fucking super patent worship, you know, faith no more bungle. Oh, and play. oh shit. <laughs> What's up, dude? Yeah, another, dude? What's up, dude? Another How's special going, guest man? just popped oh, in right shit. now. We got Matt no He's upstairs. Birth. Did you a... buy Casey without him even seeing you? I didn't even know. No, you went the back here. door. Nowhere. Have to come. Che- I'll come cheers in a minute. Yes, dude. That's what's up. That's dude, hilarious, dude, man. That just made me realize we need to we need to hit up Diego if we haven't. Yeah, but there's there's got to be some surprises that I don't know about yet. I, I didn't know about Matt. So, dude, cheers, Matt. Cheers. Yeah, cheers, man. Yeah. Matt, what's going on, dude? Not too much of <laughs> <laughs> okay, the meeting of the old room. decrepit birth. Holy shit. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I wasn't drinking and driving though. Okay. <laughs> you drove and then you drank. Yeah, there you go. There it is. He's driving and drinking. <laughs> know, then drinking. Did you drive the Hellcat? So, so what do we got going on tonight, guys? We're just fucking freestyling with a bunch of random people. I did you, did um, you drive your Hellcat? No, no. I, I don't even own it anymore. I'm no saying shit. it publicly. Oh, no, it got, sold from, it got sold. All right. Uh, <laughs> that. that was an, that was an expensive was purchase. When I saw you get that, I was like, Jesus, that is it's a baller <laughs> purchase. But I was like, that. That's an expensive car, man. Was, <laughs> and 700 fun. horsepower. It was fun for four years. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one in the car. Dude drives it really hard. It had a right rear broken spring, dude. Like, who breaks a fucking spring? Shit. It's like very hard to break a spring. You got to fucking drive that thing. Kind of leaf springs or whatever. Uh, What spring is it? Quail spring. Like, what what the car's sitting on. It's like you got your spring. (laughs) Is that a spring? Well, the, there's a strut is the shock and the spring made into one unit. Yeah. The but more you know. With, but yeah. <laughs> so it's separated in the Hellcat, and he broke that spring, dude. I'm like, you must have like been doing donuts and fucking hit something. Oh, you I'm know? sure. He's probably sure. listening to the credit birth for sure. Yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> Now, I remember, yeah, like, I had a BMW, up. and there was, like, my struts and my shocks were kind of worn, and they're like, so, dude, it's going to cost w- more than your car's worth to fix this? So, <laughs> Total uh, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, it's all, you know, maintenance is more than your car's worth for this car. So, um, right. and I was like, i getting a Civic or something. I just can't do the thing anymore. I'm not, I'm over yeah, it. Like, you know, yeah. I can't do all the, the I mean, I loved BMW? having, like, this. Was your BMW? Uh, yeah. 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 How was that? V6, like, sport. BMW that was like it was 2004 or something and I got it in 2009 or 10 but mm-hmm. I was like it was kind of like a it was a quarter life crisis you know I just got <laughs> it because I was like I was <laughs> like no slouch yeah, you were born. no no I, well now I have a I have a Accord now like the sports oh, Accord right and that thing it's got sports mode and I'll just be like I just want the opportunity to be like there's a situation on the road I don't like I want to get away from it <laughs> like immediately and just oh, put I it know. in sports mode and just be gone and just be like fucking completely gone what Mike, what are you driving, Mike? Me? Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, I have a Tesla Model 3 Performance. Oh. Dude, of course you do. So I've done uh, some work <laughs> on that shit, and uh, we, there's some back roads by my shop that nobody really drives on. So he's got the, what is it called? The Berserk? Is it Berserk mode? What do they call it? Oh, you don't? 
it's like ludicrous. There you go. So you don't have ludicrous. I have the performance model, which is the fastest model three. The model S has like ludicrous and cheetah and all this. Dude, it does whatever he fucking has, dude. He was just like, it will bring it to a stop. If you're on a freeway, ain't gonna do shit against the Hellcat. That's all I know. Yeah. It's gonna be fucking super bikes and shit. It's yeah, crazy. it throws yeah. you yeah. back, dude. Yeah. I was like, I had, I actually had a first attempt, and then I was like, whoa, I didn't rec- I didn't realize that that was gonna happen. And then I was like, all right, now I know. And then I went full force, dude, and I was like, whoa, that's crazy that a battery could be doing this right now. <laughs> that's crazy. Do they have gears or something? Do they not have gears? Or how do they work? One like, do- gear. One gear. One gear. One gear. Just like us. One gear. What's trip is that you probably you probably never <laughs> you, you barely will have some tricks compared to like normal cars because it naturally slows down once you let off the oh, gas. Oh, we got Anthony on cars. Sorry. What? <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like you notice when you're driving a Tesla that once you let off the gas, immediately the car starts to slow down like it already like it's in it's, first gear it's or something. Not it's not using like... the brakes. It's not using the brakes. It's so you're saving your brake life. Oh, that's pretty smart. Yeah. That's also kind of like it's something that you have to get used to, but once you get used to it, you're like, oh yeah, this makes total sense. Are the wheels circles or are they the, the kind of like the two? <laughs> no, they're fucking squares, bro. <laughs> no, I've seen the ones that are like squares. They're like they're triangles. Bananas, you mean the steering wheel. <laughs> um, tell me you fucking google me. it and have to download the picture and then to show you guys what i'm, th- you know what I'm talking about the steering wheel yeah the steering yeah. wheel okay you said the wheel like like it was fucking canada oh, that's the wheels oh yeah yeah you're about to add in steering i know yeah <laughs> <laughs> So I heard on our mic, maybe you can correct me. Uh, someone was telling me today that Tesla does not accept, they don't return their own. You can't like trade in a Tesla to Tesla. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's true or not. Oh, no. You can sell it to them, but it's not. You have like to sell normal. it back to them? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So they do take like, okay. What they do is, uh, like, if you have the autopilot, you paid extra for that shit. You sell it to them, they're not going to give you any money for it because they're just going to disable it. So the people that buy the car have to pay for that again, too. That's such a trippy model of a car. I mean, an idea for a car. It's like, all right, we, it can do a bunch of shit, but you got to like fucking pay for the computer to do it for you. Kind so, of thing. So right? Unlock it for you. The computer comes with the car. It's all in there. It's just a software switch to turn it on. That you yeah, yeah. Pay like all grand for. So when you, you probably... wake up, when you wake up in the morning, do you see it updating sometimes? Um, the computer usually, like usually it'll like when I pull in to get home and I shut it down, it'll say there's an update ready or when I get in the car in the morning, it'll say, but I don't have it on like auto update. You have to actually, okay. cause it takes like half an hour to update the car. So, so you've just, so and your phone connects it. to it, right? Yeah. Your phone's completely yeah. connected to it. Yeah. Your right? phone is yeah, your yeah. key. It's, it's fucking amazing. It's so crazy. Like, yeah. Uh, what am I going to say? I don't even know. Yeah, it's a fucking driving computer, dude. It's <laughs> basically pretty soon they're gonna upload AIs into these things, dude, and we're gonna have the fucking Night Rider car, dude. Where you that would be literally sick. fucking that would be sick. That would be a kit, dude. I I literally I cannot. I hope that I'm alive for the time where it's it's so set up to where you could just be like take me to fucking this place, and then like you're just chilling. It's you know, it already does it. 
It already does yeah, that. But like, like, everybody, yeah. like it, no matter where I want to go, just like fucking let's take the kids to Disneyland yeah. and then go back to sleep. It does it. Oh, and I you would have like to like to put sleep. like oh, it's yeah, so yeah. to where we well, can like sleep. There's that viral uh, viral uh, video of that guy just like on his way to work in the morning and just yeah, but that's, not, <laughs> that's, like, not, that's not what I'm talking about. That guy is definitely playing with fire because it's he's like on thing. the freeway of just like fucking rush hour in the morning for he's just like <laughs> completely yeah. <laughs> I'm like no, no, hey you guys, I, I don't know. Um, what, are any shows coming up that you guys are going to? Any anything coming up? Uh, Damn, I don't know. Uh, We've been to I, I went to, we went to we went to Dream Theater the other night. How was a couple that? nights ago, was it Devin Townsend, Devin Townsend, right. and An- Animals Leaders. So it was, oh, okay. you know, like Tosin and Javier yeah. and stuff. Um, it was awesome. Um, it was at the San Jose Civic, which was kind of. It wasn't the San Jose Civic where there's like two civics. We, me and Anthony, Anthony took me for my birthday to go see Joe Rogan in 2013 or 14 or something, and uh, it's like it's like a separate one, which was really I was nice. So this one's high, like, I couldn't see him. And people, that was like one of the more embarrassing fucking like when people before Joe Rogan came out. Like people were just going like DMT, like bros were yelling oh, at God. DMT. Just prime Joe Rogan blowing I'm up. Like, yeah, I'm like, dude, there's like fucking, like fucking trip out, fucking psychedelics. Oh, people just like yelling. So like not the culture too. I mean, I guess I if know. you get all of them, in, like no, there's people that are like super into it, like Terrence McKenna talks and all that shit too. But it's just funny. Like it's like buff bros it's like a yelling. Bro. It's a bro. Yeah. yeah. People thought they were in on like the whole like brand new thing. It was like what 2010 you said? 2013 or 14. It was when he was like exploding. Yeah, yeah that would be. Yeah, people were like, dude, I know the secret. I know, I know that this is how we like activate our brain. You know, they're like, on the edge of the shit. You know. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah no, he was like time, everything. He's like gospel back then. He was like yeah, well, he was bros. still like was gospel. He was still like underground. Um, and yeah, but, yeah. like he was also like getting you know mi- millions upon millions of plays and stuff. So he was like blowing up, but he was still have this kind of like punk rock kind of vibe where it's like he's just his own man, dude. He does DMT and does a podcast, and that's what he does, dude. He speaks the truth, power. And then like yeah. he's like, I'm gonna move to Texas and do a hundred million dollar deal with Spotify. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it might have been 200 million, by the way. But it, was, it, way, it couldn't it, have been that much. Was it 200? I think it was 200, dude. I think it's something uh, ridiculous. Or maybe I'm mixing him up with Stern. Either way, well, no, Stern was like 250 or something. That was like in like 2005 when you did. Yeah, that. that's like Remember, 500 you... million dollars in fucking 2023 money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah, crazy. Stern got some ungodly amount. They're like, we're gonna. That everything on that's serious, serious XM. Yeah, yeah, well, and that's what and that's what every that's what everyone uses now. No, no one uses. Um. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I it's did, like now you can um, make a podcast. You I did the like a podcast. Serious. Well, it wasn't even XM then. I did get the serious satellite because I was a stern head when he. No, I, I I had it built into my when I got. Yeah, my, it's in your car. It's in my car, and it, it, does, it doesn't say serious. It. it just says XM. There's just a big button on my dash that says XM radio that I never push. And uh, I think I, I got a – I remember getting a subscription back in the day and just being like, eh, I don't know. I'm good. And then – Yeah, yeah. But I'll try it out. But like... It's, like, still there to this day. If I push it, I just get, like, a bunch of, like, ad channels for XM telling me, like, dude, we're still in the game if you want to – 
do we're this. We're still here, brother. <laughs> we're, we still here, still pay- we're still paying stern. <laughs> I'm all sick. I love this dedicated button in my car to this thing. Yeah, I'll yeah. Use. Awesome. So real uh, quick, that's how the, the, yeah, here. I don't know how long he can stay. This is just off the cuff. But what, what, what's what's been going on with you, Matt? You've been you've got tour coming up, right? Uh, I do. Um, we're gonna be on tour with um, Psychroptic um oh, all through august and the beginning of september um yeah. united states canada yeah. and then we um at the very last show we are going to be playing the live and outside at the oakland metro um direct support for demolition hammer and uh that's oh, gonna yeah. be a real real special show so that's part of like- totally yeah, it's a festival. Two day festival. Two two day festival. The second day has got like Ludicra and uh Necro. Oh, yeah. For the second day, so what, first what, day is us and Demolition Hammer. What what are the dates again for that? Um, for that show, it's the September third and fourth at the Oakland uh, Metro. Hell yeah! Oh yeah! Cool. Awesome man. Are you guys? So I see that I've I've seen you post about you writing music. Is what's uh? Well, I'm always yeah. writing, but you know, um, there's so much <laughs> going on in my my life. It it life pulled me away sometimes and uh you know work and all that stuff but what you work i work what work <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know bill will be pissed yeah, yeah bill will be super <laughs> I, i'm a normal disappointed person. i gotta work just like everybody else um yeah. and you know uh that shit gets in the way sometimes so it makes things slow but we have we have songs ready to go and uh we were supposed to put out a single before this tour it just it didn't line up so it should happen when we get back from tour. We'll put out a single or maybe even two singles. Um, we've got some live songs from the last tour that we've been mixing that we got like really good mix from the board. Tight. And uh, we're going to put those out too. So look for that and look for the tour. Nice. Okay. Cool. What's the new style? What's the new style of, uh, that you, I mean, what's the style that yeah, what, going are, towards? Yeah. Now? How are you well, feeling about the new tunes? We're, uh, I mean, you know, people like to put us in a box. They'd like to say, you know, you guys are tech death or, or whatever it is, but you know, we're just death metal and I like to do a little bit of everything. Um, right now I I've been really into like a lot of the like brutal slam, like, uh, analepsy a lot. Um, I went and saw them the other night. And so I'm trying to throw some of that kind of like heavy, you know, breakdown slam in there, but also, still have what you know we are known for kind of the you know technical kind of soulful solos and shit um i really wish this new single would have come out you know before we went on this tour to give you guys a taste of what we got but um when it comes out you know when we get back i think that'll give people a good idea about where the next album is going to be going oh yeah awesome man Oh, that was a that was almost like a media trained response, dude. Have you? I'm ready to go at all time. <laughs> professional. Right, so, yeah. This man's a professional. professional everyone everyone, everyone oh, yeah. get the fuck out of the way, dude. That's so cool to see you. I haven't seen you in so like in person. When have we hung out the last time? It, it's, been it's been years, been, man. I don't know. Maybe you came out and saw us in San Diego, but it's been a while, man. It's been a while. Oh yeah, in San Diego. That's what it was. In in that like uh, you guys had the uh, the like RV like. Yeah, that thing was sick. Yeah, that before Bill broke his leg. That was it was was the night before. Day before, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So remember, we just purchased uh, an RV for this tour. So I'm, it's it's gonna be, it's I'm excited to go out in an RV that we actually own. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, Bill doesn't do anything stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Have Anthony take a look at it before you. 
There you go. I'll give it a general inspection. Yeah. <laughs> Get your alignment all screwed away and all that. Just use uh, what's it, uh, coupon code uh, Cali Anthony, and it's fucking 100% <laughs> off. For an expected... There you go. I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure Anthony yeah. checked out our bus in uh, 2004. Oh, uh, yeah. The one that exploded. <laughs> the one that burned down. Yeah, where were you then? Was that Anthony's fault? Hey, yeah. I, I, okay. hey, the story, you the story goes that you guys severed, needed it. Huh? Didn't Say you guys again? run the burnt up severed savior uh, front bass drum heads for a long time from that yeah. fire? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But the story goes that you guys had a, uh, you guys needed uh, tires, right? At some point on the thing. And you guys went and got it and you got different size tires. Yeah, there were many. Uh oh. Yep. And they were what, oh, changing the blame. One, you had two different size tires on or the on one side. They were smaller, which would make the the differential heat up. Plus, you had the oil dripping from the engine because the engines in the back on those things. And it was just a recipe for disaster. I think it was more to do with the fact that we had a five gallon tank of gasoline strapped to the roof of the bus nice. and we used basically a garden hose to feed the gasoline by gravity into the what? generator that we had shoved in a little space in the engine bay where you probably shouldn't put anything like in the <laughs> engine this was to generate electricity for inside the bus just so they could have ac Right. No, there was no right. AC. I mean, were, not AC. It was, it was so we could have a TV and yeah, like fucking just like yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it had more to do with the the gasoline that we had put all over that the pesky engine. gasoline. Yeah, and, we had put all over the engine. <laughs> and I know you, whoever's listened to the show many times, they've already heard the story. But the thing didn't even have a fourth gear, right? No, no highway gear. No highway gear. Mm. It's a uh, a round town bus. So RPMs around town. RPMs are yeah ripping. And they went on a fucking United States Campbell (laughs) corpse tour. Yeah, it was one of those. It was a it was a bus that takes you to your car at the airport, right? It's one of those buses that it's a a yeah shuttle bus that we spent weeks converting into something that they could be like somewhat comfortable in and then it just cuts just fire and gets left in I, i'm confused <laughs> I'm, I'm confused hey jared how's it going dude yeah, oh, yeah jared by the way oh, eventually a full screen i removed i'm sorry birthday joel thank you buddy make yourself up a little bit brother looks like uh get cranked come on man get cranked yeah. Yeah. How about now? <laughs> there we go. That's good. Is that it? Is that the bus? That's the bus. It's funny if like all touring bands have to watch this video before they embark on the tour. Like an ocean video. It's like, all right, so you know. I love how it's just Mike just shredding in the background. It's just like fucking. It's like his life going up in flames. Mike, let's give a proper introduction to uh, the man that just popped on with us. Another special guest tonight. We got Jared Christensen from uh, Archaic Fame. you guys know him. You love him. We love him. But and I'm, I'm glad Jared. to have him on right now. What's up, guys? <laughs> I love you, Jared. 
<laughs> you guys were sick yeah, of the Purple Goon. Oh, they're always man. sick wherever they fucking play, well, dude. That was the last time I saw them. Just Hell yeah. That was yeah, that was a couple months ago. Yeah. Okay. That's one red. that's one thing that I've always known about Archaic is that no matter what, they're gonna fucking bring you a show, dude. They really yeah, bring was, it every single time I've seen them, dude. That and that that's good. that was that was that I was so happy to have you guys on tour with us on that servile tour because it made us like stay on our toes, dude. They had to play. We had to play right after them every yeah. night. You know. Yeah, we had to follow that shit every night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, archaic so, a force guys. of nature, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And I'm, I'm dude. Am I, I think still currently is it, Am I going to see everybody this weekend that's on screen right now, Matt? What are you doing this weekend? I'm going. I'm going to rehearse. I'm leaving. Oh, okay. All right. So, but everybody but else right now. I'm here. Right. Are you? Yeah, no, we're hanging virtually. Okay, okay. Anthony's not here, unfortunately. I think oh. Aaron's about ten miles away. <laughs> yeah, I'll be I'll be there tomorrow, in the flesh. Is it tomorrow? Yeah. Tomorrow or Saturday? It's Saturday, but we're me and the wife are cruising up or cruising down tomorrow. I might be around on Saturday for a little bit if you guys are hanging. Yeah, yeah. We'll be hanging. Yeah, we'll be doing this. Get together and smoke. Yeah, in real life. This is the digital rehearsal. Yeah. yeah, dude. If if we could go back, if we could go back to the bus fire real fast, Mike was was the, the was the generator and the gas can and that whole thing was that like that was like that was not a feature of the bus, right? That was like an no. aftermarket. <laughs> no, this thing <laughs> we bought a piece of shit forty foot bus that had seats from front to rear. Okay, we ripped the seats out. There was no. Uh, like 12 volt battery output in the inside of the bus. So we had to use uh, a Home Depot generator I bought. And uh, we, we took, we went, you know, those generators, it's in like a cage. Yeah, no, I know. I was just looking at these the other day yeah, at Home Depot. <laughs> yeah, it was like 300 bucks. We took the generator and the, the, the gas tank out of the cage. We bought like 20 feet of, of this clear plastic hose. <laughs> Like almost like garden hose material. So, if any of you guys, any of you guys ever want to move gasoline from one area to another, you never use this material because apparently gasoline eats right through it in not that much time. Is that what uh, the fire was caused by? Huh? Is that what the fire yeah, was? Caused? Yeah. Down on no, a, no, 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 no. The fire was caused by Anthony's incompetence in um, <laughs> assessing the, the quality of the bus, obviously. Down on a heating up rear end that had oil. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah the, the differential apparently over got really hot. And the, the hose, <laughs> <laughs> the hose feeding the gasoline via gravity to the electrical generator that was literally stuffed into. Like in between fucking where the spark plugs go. Like just I wonder what's up in there. And then we the ran a fucking we ran an extension cord from the engine bay into this fucking this bus that we renovated. And uh yeah, I remember you had, but you had TV, dude. We had TV, like, you had but dude. <laughs> but check this out. So like after every show, we'd have to fucking and you know, cannibal every single place they play, it's packed, right? And everybody would hang out after the shows. It was amazing. But yeah. they'd always see this shitty bus and somebody <laughs> having to be boosted through the emergency hatch on the roof 
And then we would have to hand them a five gallon gas tank or ga or no, like a one gallon gas can after another so they could fill it up. And we built like six bunks that were right by the back door. And my bunk was the lower back bunk. And I used to smoke cigarettes at the time. And uh, all of the gas cans were kept right by my bunk. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd be laying in, <laughs> I'd be laying in bed trying to sleep lighting up that last cigarette and I'd look over and that'd be just like five cans of gas. <laughs> and it, you're just like, eh. eh. You know, yeah. the, the things we do... probably going to happen, but... Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm playing with fire. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea of, of you boosting someone through the emergency hatch in the yes. roof and you're just like, listen, yeah. dude, we got to watch The Matrix tonight. I don't know. <laughs> like... Yeah. like I, well, like even you, you and your priorities. band of brothers, we were we were into band of brothers. Oh well, you know, in that case, I get it, dude. I mean, you got uh, you know, uh, Colonel Winters, you know, uh, saving Dick the winners. There. Yep. Yeah, Cap Winters. <laughs> While okay. Bill Garnier. So wait, why were you, why were you going through the, yeah, the roof hatch? Were, were the doors that work either? What's that? What the doors sure. did not work over there on the bus. To to what? Going, to the roof? Why were you going through the roof hatch? Oh, because there's no door to the, go to the roof. Oh, okay. Oh, that's where it was. There was an emergency hatch that was like a two-foot square that's just like a panel that you pop open. And okay. there's one in the front and one in the rear of the bus. And we would pop they open a, the rear one and like boost somebody up. You know, it took like three of us oh, to push somebody up onto, onto the roof. The roof. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I put a picture of you descending into the roof. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, things to have entertainment on. The I was road. just thinking. I, I wonder what the firefighters were thinking. They're like putting it out, and they're just like, "Oh, what is the setup like?" <laughs> they're all. They're all. So what happened like, here? And you're like, "Well, like, we yeah. had gas on the roof that we're feeding via gravity <laughs> to a fucking Home Depot, yeah. <laughs> Home Depot generator that we stuck yeah. next to the engine." Obviously, nah, what I'm sure that's wrong. not the weirdest shit. There's got to be some crazy setups, dude. Honestly, yeah. I mean, it 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 shows ingenuity and um, a creativity that I can absolutely get. Right. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. And ignorance to the laws of physics and science. <laughs> no, you you were using gravity. Gravity was in there. That's true. You got <laughs> you got that part covered yeah. with the, with yeah. the gas getting fed down there. Of, my favorite part of that day when the bus burned down was that, mer like, we were all. Who was it? Me on the bottom, middle was Dusty, and the upper bunk was Sean, our guitarist at the time. And I just remember us pulling over, but it was like eight in the morning. And then Murray's like banging on the side of the door, yelling that the bus is on fire. And we all just kind of like, it was like the three stooges just fucking fell on top of each other, getting out of our bunks. And, uh, Oh, okay. All right. That, that makes <laughs> and I, I remember just, just having enough time to like grab my shoes and the cabin was full of smoke and shit. And I jumped out of this bus and it was super fucking hot outside, like 10 in the morning in Texas. But somehow I landed in the thickest clay mud and my, my legs were up to my knees, actually over my knees in this mud. And when I pulled my feet out, my legs out, there was no shoes left. I was about to was say, yeah, the feet. shoes came yeah, off. They were gone. Shoes were gone. So I, you know, from Katy, Texas to back to California, no shoes. That was amazing. 
Oh my stage. god! So you jump that away from me? What? I said you perform like me for the rest of that thing. No, no, shoes, you have dude. you have flip flops. I go barefoot sometimes okay. though too. That's okay. <laughs> well, I like the idea of you jump out of a burning bus just into quicksand. You know what I mean? Like there's just yeah, no, that's no quarter of all places you could land. Well, I think you might want to land in that other than like some hard shit that you might break a ankle or a leg on. Anything's better than a burning bus. I mean, at that point. Um, I'm glad fucking nobody got hurt though. Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's uh that's that's real smoke inhalation. That's about I mean, it. Yeah, that part got, like heat exhaustion because it was like super hot. Yeah, I would yeah, I would imagine <laughs> Jesus. So All Jared, right. Jared, what have you been up to? I was just about to lean it on Jared because I wanted to get into him a little bit, dude. And let's hear some archaic news. What's going on in the archaic camp? Nothing. See, dude. All right, next. Dude. That's what's up, bro. No, that's all good because, I mean, that happens, dude. You had a pretty successful tour with First Fragment, right? How'd that go? Yeah. That was awesome. Uh, it was those guys' first time touring the U.S., so they had like people coming out like that have been listening to them for like ten years and stuff, and like, oh man, I've you know been waiting like ten years to see you guys. And, um, they're sick. They're they're like really fun to watch. I was blown away at that show at the Blue. I just was like two feet from Forest, and I was just my jaw was on the floor the whole time. <clears throat> Yeah, it's just absolute shredding chaos, uh, like the whole time for forty minutes. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah, no. there, that was cool. Um, Gray Lotus was on that tour too. Have you guys had a chance to check out Gray Lotus? Mm-mm. Good that stuff. That was the more pitchy band, right? Not the uh, um, pitch me on it. Give me a little pitch. Uh, I think they're on. The artisan era. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're on, you know, the artisan era. So same label as us. Um I don't know, man. They're just really good. <laughs> they yeah. they they're all they're kind of all over the place as far as like their songwriting, but like they'll go from like really fast blasting and like death metal stuff into like really catchy stuff with like clean singing. The vocalist is like really talented and mm-hmm. good at actually singing as well as like screaming. Oh yeah. Uh, cool. Like you can tell that they're like their concepts and stuff are pretty cool. Uh they had everybody like sit down for like five seconds during their set and meditate <laughs> on stage. Nice, dude. I'm done and with that. Like, All right, get back up. We're playing death metal again. That's like cynic and- making uh Cynic, it wasn't during the last one necessarily, but the um, last time I'd seen them previously before this run, he was having the whole crowd do yoga. And it actually was pretty rad to like look around and be like, oh yeah, everybody's doing it. I'm like, this is kind of cool. It's kind of giving it this energy, you know? Crowd participation is cool, especially when you're like rowing imaginary boats in the fucking... Oh yeah, I saw the the Gojira. Was that Gojira doing that? It's like some huge Europe festival, and everyone sits down on, on like a dirt outside, and they're just doing this row thing. I've never. I was like, wow, this is cooler than the. I don't remember. Well, I don't remember what band it is, but it's amazing that 
I don't even know how, like, how do you come up with that? Like, um, how does that even start? I, two dudes were like, yo, we should fucking row <laughs> in the middle of the pit. And then totally a few other dudes sat down and fucking <laughs> rowing and shit. Yeah. It's Amazing. Like the new age wave. Is it a Monomarth that did that? I don't remember. I swear I, I saw Gojira recently do it, but they might have been copying somebody. I don't know. I think it's cool that uh, exercise is being... Uh, <laughs> uh, promoted here in this, promoted in this there, you know we got yoga we got exercise rowing we got pretty soon it'll be fruit smoothies instead of beers at death metal shows guys wheatgrass shots uh, wheatgrass shots dude <laughs> math tutorials yeah <laughs> philosophical uh group corners you sit in a corner and everybody i mean it, the, talks philosophy yeah the ultimate uh, evolution would just be like oh it's just a podcast it's just a live podcast they will play a couple of tunes probably not yeah. though we're just going to talk about aliens you know yeah yeah we oh did you guys see what's happened as speaking of aliens yeah, uh, we yeah. Are, i brought it up right in the beginning jared you're you're my my man that i want to bring it re-bring it up because of, it's really exciting right i want to know your uh re-bring your take on it so that was actually the first literally the first subject i said <laughs> i said so joel it's your birthday and aliens are real how do you feel and he didn't even fucking take the fucking bait on that so i know we talked about it for a, a little bit but i i want to hear your take on it dude I don't think I have a take yet. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just marinate. sounds like I just keep hearing, see, keep seeing clips. Sounds like there's like, you know, official government people under oath saying like craft. No. Yeah, we craft. We recovered some craft. Maybe some non-human intelligence. Uh, some but body. my like, ears, my ears. When I even hearing you say it, like the word official comes in quotation under oath comes in quotation you know <laughs> yeah. ah, what up dude hey what's up fellas we're just talking aliens right now bro oh, hello derek? On. we got derek here from uh zenith passage and what up dude? derek Rick any other adventures joining, and and joel the birthday boy isn't even there i know he's he's right now. He's 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 talking talking he's talking yes, outside right now oh, okay tell um, him to get it well how Derek, congrats on the on, on the new album, dude. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, dude. Thanks, man. Uh, appreciate that. It's uh, really nice to have out in the world. We worked really fucking hard on that thing, especially Justin. So really just relieved to have it out there. And people oh, yeah. seem to be digging it more than maybe we were hoping or expecting. So uh, just props to everybody who's listened, liked it, didn't like it, still gave it a shot. It's all good. Uh, we're we're pretty hyped on it though. Yeah, no, it's really great. And I love the uh, like the um the way you guys did the singles, just like so spaced out because it was like I don't know, it was like every couple of months there was like a new song and it was like I it, it was it was a really neat way of like of doing the release. I, I don't like I don't know. I feel like it was uh it was a really cool way to tease it. Um Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you feel that cuz I was a little iffy on if that was a good idea. You know, it's like you got to by the time it came out, like five of the songs, I think, were available to listen to. Yeah, like, <laughs> yes. oh, we just like, gave the whole thing away. But I guess like that's how shit works now. Right. Like, that's the way the future. Dude. And I think it actually works it in, 
any way that they can. So uh, the the thing with like the first one and maybe even a little bit of the second is they may or may not have been originally been planned like for a record. You know, it's just kind of us getting our toes wet as a band and trying it out. And then just as the record evolved, like they definitely had context in a place and like were part of the story of the rest of the record. So I'm, I'm happy they found a home and didn't just get lost to like singledom out there in the world. Yeah, it seems very cohesive, right. like from the cover art to like the mix is amazing too. You can hear the bass. Dude, everything's shout great. out Dave Otero. That's yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Like, I, I have nothing to do with that, so I can proudly say that I think it's like the best sounding death metal record I've ever heard, regardless of like the content, if you like it or not. Like, I think the fidelity of it is just incredible and couldn't be happier with, with what yeah, it is. It is with, I, got a sharp sound to it for sure. You know, like, I haven't had a chance to cutting his hell. It's got to be a really cool feeling to, to oh, be well, able to say that about your yeah. record. You know, yeah, like your own record, like it's yeah. the best sounding shit I've heard. That it, yeah, like it's got to be such a good feeling, dude. Yeah, a big part of my life is like, and my my work is like being totally objective, <laughs> and so like I hope I don't come off like a dick, be like, oh, it's the best nah. shit. But like I didn't do it. It sounds amazing. Yeah, it's totally like, cool. Any of the riffs, and I think most of the riffs are incredible. Like, mm-hmm. all right, so to pause, everybody, go listen to oh, the music. What's up, buddy? What's up, dude? Fucking. Album of the year so far, guy. Oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I remember that was an exciting thing to start. Like I was I was texting you, Derek, like when I was listening to it, because I was just going through the journey of the album. And because I've heard that you guys released a lot of songs pre-album and stuff. <laughs> and so it was uh are we saying the same thing you guys already said? Uh, I was kind of said exactly what you're kind saying. Of no, already okay, okay. no, go on. You're no, the do it. It's your oh, no, birthday, but, but, dude. Let's do it again. I want to hear your opinion on it. So, I mean, just like, you know, it's cool. It's like uh, you're hearing pieces of a puzzle out of place, you know, like, you know, like, and then you hear it all together. And I remember the first thing when I texted Derek was like track one going into track two. I was like, that was fucking sick. That, like the way that like that got it just how it smoothly went over into the next one. It made me like get, get the chills just the way mm-hmm. that was like put together. And like I've heard like the songs by them, or maybe not the first song by itself, but hearing it, the transition into it, I was like, fucking all right. Yeah, that's, All right. That's actually interesting that you say that because a, a lot of people seem to, to enjoy that. And I, I really do. And like we play it live that way now, too, where it's like we open with whatever that first track is called. And then we go straight into the second one. I'm not good at song titles. Um, <laughs> and um, it was originally not intended to go into that track. And I'm not going okay. to say what one it was supposed to because now that doesn't matter. But like it was yeah. kind of like a, a mental speed bump for us to be like, uh, it's not going into that one anymore. I, I really hope this works. And I really hope that because we were also a little apprehensive to start the record with that song. Okay. Because that one is like, there's some pretty weird shit on there. But like that one is kind of the most othered of the songs, I think, in that it's like uh-huh. kind of just like a straight, more straightforward beater. But like it kind of helps the arc of the story, right? It's just like, we kind of start out caveman style and then end up in this crazy prog tech world. So, yeah. um, but, but that was not originally the first track either. So we had to make some, some decisions in the studio and there was some band discussion, but we ultimately are all happy with that, but we were afraid if that was like the, the correct representation of our band, if like somebody had never heard of us and they're buying it and they put that in. And if they didn't like that song, like, 
and they didn't give the next track a, a, a shot, would that mm. have been the right flavor to give them first? Right. Definitely. That's um, I can tell also, too, that, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's parts in it where I'm like, that's Derek. Like, there's like a blizz, like black metal kind of because we, me and you, like, you know, we've been to like Psycho Fest and stuff, and you're like super into the black metal stuff. And there's been, there's parts of that album, mainly the, the self, or not self titled, what do you call the album? I'm drunk. The, the main title track. The title track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The album track. Um, but there, like, I was hearing parts of that, and I was like, that is, correct me if I'm wrong, but I was like, that's Derek's fucking input right there. Cause I, I feel like, the whole melody of the black metal and stuff. I'm like, I know what you like and stuff, but I could just totally tell. Let's got you put your flavor bit, on it. But like Justin is a sneaky black metal guy. Um, okay. I mean, Chris, Chris and Justin are just insane musicians, right? Like gnarly yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. No, totally. And, oh, hey, what's up, Ricky? Oh, did Ricky. I leave? Oh, I'm just main screen now. Um, <laughs> You're by yourself. <laughs> I was like, did I get disconnected? Um, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Oh where, where was I? Uh, but no, like. Chris and Justin are black metal dudes and like there's definitely you know we, we push it vocally in some weird places and I think that's like a combination of like us trying to wear a little bit of influence and then also like looking at my performance from maybe like the John Frum record and seeing what yeah. kind of voices I'm pushing there and being like uh -huh. what if we did something like weirder in this spot or let's right. do that thing and then push it even further so like maybe some of the more like unhinged sounding parts are like because of my ability there, but not necessarily my idea. I wouldn't say most of most of the vocal stuff is is a collaborative collaborative idea. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Um, so I like the gray I'm, metal aspect. I like what yeah, Ian was gray metal. I, I nobody's is ever that? called something that, and I like that term for a blending Sneaky of black metal. Yeah, it's just kind of like. Yeah, I, I'm not a very like sophisticated musician, but the, you know, like there's like chord choices and note choices and phrasings that hint at a love for black metal, but it's not necessarily purely black metal. It really, so, it's like, hard on, to on say. On the song like "Automated Twilight," we've got some very sneaky and maybe not not so sneaky black metal in there. But there's all black like, metal is a conversation. Like older zenith shit that I'm not involved with. There's like there's a lot of black metal influence that I can tell at least. So I'm like one of those guys who grew up on black metal where I, I'm like, even I don't want to be that guy. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, dude, second wave. And that's it, dude, from Norway. <laughs> you know, for a while, I just I get into that zone where I'm like anything post 93 in Norway is just like not black metal to me. And actually, those guys, even themselves kind of branched out, you know, from black mm -hmm. metal because they've. I think we actually already had this conversation, me and you, on the Zenith episode, dude. I, I'm starting to feel a little, uh, a little deja vu, uh, deja vu aspect <laughs> of, uh, and maybe somebody can give us a clip. If somebody can conjure the clip of me and Derek having the same exact conversation, <laughs> that would be amazing, dude. We could just watch it live <laughs> and react to it. <laughs> but all that to say, like, flavors on, on the record, and it's cool that like people are picking them out or picking up on them or enjoying them or whatever. Like, there's I really feel like the more feedback I read or hear on the record, that like it <laughs> it's accessible to more people than maybe I anticipated, and that's pretty exciting. Hell yeah, so dude. how was it releasing? I mean, you just released an album 
you know, a week ago or something like that. Like nowadays, in comparison to the albums you released in the past, obviously it's more streaming um, heavy. Like how how was you know how are things changed? If, if that makes any sense, how are because it like you know are you still doing the vinyls and all the things like that? Or, yeah, like, yeah. How are you... Actually, our vinyl sold out in pre-order, which yeah. was a total shock to not only us but to the label. And like the the record is actually performing sales wise better than they expected. I don't know what that means. I don't know if they expected us to sell like 300 copies and it sold 400 or, you know, I, I don't know anything about it. I'll probably learn tomorrow what it actually did because that'll be, be the week. But, um, you know, it's coming, coming from like a, from like planetary, for instance, that like was in the top hundred, I think on the billboard and it sold like thousands of copies, you know, that was a whole different mm-hmm. era. And like streaming wasn't as big of a thing, so it was expected. Um, I, but I'll be interested to see like streaming numbers and all that. I don't necessarily pay attention to all that stuff. I'm pretty um, detached from like the business side, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I do too much business at work. I don't really think about business outside. And that's little, probably part cool, of the. It's probably cool. like I, I, got a, I got a record out on Metal Blade, and like people are buying yeah, yeah. it, and people are enjoying it. Wow, that's really cool. Like I'm more excited about the fact that it is happening rather than like how how it's actually yeah, it's just your attachment with the art too yeah you know that's the main thing it's like i guess number because when you put it out there it's just like the numbers are going to be the numbers but it's just how you are connected with that Mm -hmm. art before you put it out and then that's it yeah but like I'm, I'm a vinyl collector, so I thought it was really cool that our vinyl sold out, and I was happy to have gotten a copy of the variant that sold out. And so I think yeah. like, the more exciting thing than if we sold X amount of records is that like <laughs> totally gonna do a repress of of the record already, and that's it. It proves that there's like people who want to own it on vinyl and like hold mm-hmm. it and listen to it at home and uh, read the lyrics and stuff. So I think that's pretty cool. God, I, I feel like right. a kind of like I'm like one of those people. Sorry, I care to cut you off. You, you go next, but like I collect. Uh, <laughs> sorry, we just don't talk at the same time. But no, like as far good. as like I, I collect vinyl, just to hold it in the. I want it in the package. I don't want to open it. I mean, there's certain vinyls that I've opened and stuff, but like I just like that. It's like a little. I have no idea. I you know I use the streaming stuff and that's easy. And I hate to like you know promote it or whatever, but. I just think if you're into a band and stuff like that, just to have that vinyl just feels cooler. I have no idea yeah, why. I, you know, I think it's the coolest piece of merch to buy from a band because the most important thing about a band is their music, right? Not a t-shirt or like I've, I've got a my Fallujah koozie here. I bought this from them because yeah, you're cold. But like we love music because of the music and the vinyl is like a, a piece of art that you get to hold in your hand. And whether you listen to it or not, I think is, you know, you should listen to it, but it's almost irrelevant because most of the listening we do is out, outside of the comfort of like sitting down and listening to music. So um, I think it's like the neatest way to support the music a band is producing and like hold the actual largest format of it and appreciate yeah. it in some way. I do think you should open your vinyl to just like look at the variants because like each one is unique assuming it's colored so like you know if it's a splatter maybe you got like a sick ass splatter and you'll enjoy it a little more knowing that it looks cool or maybe you got like a shot one it pisses you off and you're like God damn, I'm probably <laughs> the worst one in the group <laughs> yeah that's awesome no that definitely is like 
yeah, it's just one of those special things. I feel like I, I want like my whole goal, and I'm sure you do this, but I think a, one of my favorite like ideas. But I'm like super ADD, and I'm just jump around from song to song. Um, it's just a. I had friends that were like, we just we all hang out. You each one brings a vinyl. We all you guys get to put yours on front to back, and then go to the next one, and then go to the next one. It's not like there's no like this instant like connected to youtube no, no no let me show you a video no this video is like yeah, yeah it's yeah. like none of this like constant change which i'm kind of in the the mindset of like like i think of a song and i'm like oh this song reminds me of this song let me show you this song but like just sit there and just fucking get through the vinyl like experienced <laughs> from front to back just it's like a, it is like a full experience and it's fun when you could just let it go and that's not an option to change it we just have to all listen to it and then like fuck yeah that's cool here's mine and do it like I feel like it's a cool party idea just to like hang yeah. out and just sit down and listen front to back. You know, I love that. Cause I'm like, I don't know if I'm ADD or not. I feel like I am, but I haven't taken the time to really figure it out, but like, I can't even decide. So I just like sit in silence and stare. Yeah, me too. And it's just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, but we've been cutting off for like what five minutes now. No, 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 no. I was just gonna piggy- <laughs> I was just gonna piggyback on that point. Um, I was one of these guys that when Spotify launched, I was like the first person to be like, because I never had an iPod or anything, and I was like, I'm all in on Spotify. I'm just gonna pay the thing, and then I'll just get everything because I know these they're just gonna take over, and I hope I can feel good about you know the the royalties to bands and all that stuff. That's a whole different conversation. But um, what I found myself doing is collecting vinyl (laughs) because you know if i it's like um when dvd remember when everyone had a a trillion dvds and we all had to get rid of them i still do yeah i I mean if if you're an adult you get rid of them but um no i'm just kidding Uh, (laughs) i'm definitely still a child dude but but at, at a certain point i told my wife i was like the the sick ass movies you know my terminator 2s you know what have you i'm gonna get the blu-ray and i'm gonna get the really cool Mm -hmm. like anniversary blu-ray and that goes up on the shelf and -hmm. that's like part part of the house and i kind of feel the same way about vinyl and i just wonder like i don't know that cds really have any place anymore it's kind of weird because it's like everyone's streaming and then if you really love the album would you buy a cd i feel like you just want to buy the vinyl at that point yeah i think um, cds I, are done I, right yeah and i, I, I what, what I, just, I was seeing on our last tour we were we were able to sell our record early on our tour with uh Fallujah and enterprise earth the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. and what the cd i think now is is like the cheapest merch item and yeah. if somebody wants to support your band and like buy something from you there's a cd that not only like allows them to show you they appreciate your your work right. and your art, but also like support you financially in a small way, and you get you know to to hold the thing that you're listening to and maybe find a way to listen to it. But realistically, the person buying it is probably being like, "I'm going to listen to this on Spotify," and I kind of feel bad about that. I want right. to at least put the money where my mouth is or where my ears yeah. are and make sure that. We're, we're showing the band some love and yeah. you know we get a lot of people who are like i don't want anything but here's like 10 bucks or something you know it's like i want to show some support it's like I'll yeah like, cheap you item you can buy with yeah. that if you want and they're like don't no don't worry about it but like i, I think the cd is becoming like the lowest 
the lowest level of being like, I don't really want a shirt. I'm not going to wear a death metal shirt. Uh, you don't have a hat. Okay. Like what's, what's a small item I can get from you. And it's very much appreciated. Mm-hmm. So this is my pitch to Jared. If we put all the CDs on the blockchain and then we can have a, <laughs> uh, a cryptocurrency and no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, no, that, uh, <laughs> I only sell no, music good. NFTs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you want to support point, us? Point, yeah. Yeah. It's like the CD is like an admission of guilt. Like you're saying, like, I feel bad for streaming. Yeah, it's kind of a pity I don't know if it's because that we were selling it early and like maybe the CD had a download code in it or something. I know our vinyl has a download code. I don't know if the CD does. But people were like buying the hell out of the CD, and we were shocked. We were, we had to like get more CDs sent to us. And I thought we'd sell like twenty on the road, you know. And it was it was really cool just to like be able to to share that again and make sure that people had a way to take it home with them. And what if it's like, like good? What if there's like a merch idea where it was like the NFT idea, but it was like people pay like actual money. And like, there's like this thing where it's like, oh, you can buy this like figure of Derek like singing like, and he's like, yeah. little, like, like Joel, like you know, it's like this little guy, like this little, you know, and it's like bobblehead Joel, but it's like real money instead. Well, K- Casey, it is real <laughs> yeah. money. It's zero point zero zero one eight Ethereum. I mean, that's. <laughs> I don't know. That's I was just saying, like, like <laughs> however many that's... pennies. Now, I was thinking uh, the NFT thing that I, th- I thought like in because th- UFC was starting to be like, OK, well, our tickets are going to be NFTs like our tickets to our, our, our you know, fights are going to be NFTs. And I was like, how the fuck does that work? Like, like you, you get like an NFT ticket and then like you sell like your the picture on your ticket or something. I, I was thinking that was going to be kind of like the, what we're going to see more in the future. And this is about two years ago. I, but, I think um, that's probably going to happen. I feel like you just can't. Um... You can't still bot like like everyone, someone buying up all the tickets and all that shit because like technically, there is a good idea there of like, hey, this should be like a thing um, that if you can't make the concert, you know, maybe you know the the ticket goes up in price or it's like a it's like a. But here's the problem: is it's like I'm buying this ticket as an investment in my future. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if that's like what you want music to be. You know what I mean? So I want you like, to Jared. Jared, you speak on this because you know about NFTs. Is that like a possibility of like t- concert tickets being NFTs? Uh, yeah, probably. Like you can pretty much find a utility for it. It sounds like I honestly don't know a whole lot. Um, yeah, yeah. But I think that it will become more of a thing after we um, get out of the trough of disillusionment. Um, after All right, we, let's hear about no. We, next, this is what next archaic album, Trough Disillusionment. I feel like the NFT thing off. is like over, right? I mean, I, I, I know it too. I haven't heard about it in a while. Yeah, same here. Well, there, there was a, there, it was, a, it was very much like kind of pump and dumpy. You know what I mean? Like it was, there was a lot of rug pulls. People were trying to make a lot of money off it of was it, not, it and not, it, not really use the utility or the technology for it. But I could see them being like an access key like you can think of it as like a key to get access um either online or in person for bands like i think it will become a thing at some point in the future because it does have some vip nfts i kind of like that Uh, what do you think like nike was doing it when you bought like a pair of jordans they would give you like an nft that with a serial number to be like 
you own this pair of Jordans and it's like a holograph JPEG or whatever the hell. But I think something interesting that I heard a band talk, I can't remember who it was, but it was a long time ago and they were contemplating the idea of having like um, USB drive and then putting like the, that night's show, like the board mix on the USB drive and like oh, quickly like, that's cool. make it, making like 50 of them or, you know, however many, because you could just overwrite it the next day if you yeah, didn't sell it. And like, you went to this concert, like commemorate it with. That's a really good idea. That's dude. actually like, really neat. Yeah. And yeah. probably no one wants to share that shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there, my idea for like, my, I had an idea for, because, you know, death metal, obviously, you know, like in different venues and I'm half deaf, so I have issues hearing and stuff a bunch, but um, it really gets, you know, a lot of white noisy kind of thing. Like it's not really as far as the the sound quality kind of like varies and i thought in the future i remember i was with jared hanging out at the concert once and i was like i came up with a new idea dude like they're gonna have like these these earplugs either earplugs or headphones you know like the uh, airpods can do a transparent mode where they have microphones on it and they can kind of take in the sound and then give you you know you can kind of eq what you hear but like selling going to a show and just getting like earplugs that they go and they scan the room with kind of like, you know, the, as far as the acoustics are con concerned, because when you're in a big room with a lot of distortion, it just turns into white noise a little bit, you know. So um, I was thinking possibly just selling your own like filter or something to sound like like you sell like a like what sounds good that night. Like they'll upload it and then you have to buy it and you put it on your little thing. And you can still hear people talk and then. It'll kind of filter out all the white noise, give you kind of like a board mix mixed with the white noise or with the um, the live mix, and uh, and then the band can make money off that without fucking merch cuts. <laughs> like, there's no like, uh, oh my god, that, how's your dog doing? Jesus Christ! Oh <laughs> tails. my god, tails! <laughs> it's been so long. Tails wanted to say what's up. <laughs> Damn. He's How old is tails now? Or something. Okay. Okay. Damn. <laughs> looks like really like Star Wars. What's going on in there, dude? Star Wars. Palm it looks like the, rac there. the raccoon from uh, Galaxy yeah. of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I love Tails. That's a good to see uh, Tails is doing good. That's uh, a dog you've had for fucking ever. Jesus. I love yeah, the got... name Tails because it's so fitting with the color. Anthony yeah. Dino, Tails is full name. From Sonic and Tails? Sonic. You know his full Tails name? What's his full name? Miles Per. per Miles Power. <laughs> <laughs> How's his teeth doing? They're all gone. <laughs> He's got three, I think. Poor yeah. guy. I love that guy. That was. I remember going to your house for that Opeth show, and, oh, uh, yeah. and Tails just like would do that, like that laying on the back thing, and just be like in a trance, just like <laughs> totally. They could just go and touch, touch him, and just be like. This wouldn't even move, and I was like, "Is this okay? Is everything good with tails right now?" <laughs> like, that was the night awesome. that you you slept in Derek's bed, right? <laughs> <laughs> I actually told Osa about that there, night. we like went to bed. We all went to that Opeth show. They're playing uh, Ghost Reveries all the way through. Remember? Mm -hmm. And Javier, I, like we had a bunch of friends there and stuff. And uh, I was sleeping on the couch, and then I just woke up in Derek's bed, and, <laughs> and Derek was just sleeping on the ground. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, what happened? Like, I was like, because it kind of had the same layout of my house I was living in at the time. So I knew that where the bathroom was like kind of near that. And I probably was like, after I peed, I was like, all right, back to bed. 
back to just like, <laughs> and, just like and he was just like dude you like kicked me off my bed last night and i was like laying diagonal on his bed just like well derek's just like sitting on the ground or laying on the ground i'm like you know Derek has a way different story than that don't you derek yeah. <laughs> not suitable for podcast <laughs> more romantic yeah yeah but I my mean, dudes, I do gotta get going. I just want to pop in for a little bit. I appreciate it. Yeah, so happy birthday, Joel. Thank Thanks you, buddy. For, uh, showing up, Derek. That was oh, awesome. Yeah. For sure. Awesome, buddy. Keep hey, oh, yeah, sick, Congrats stuff again. On, you're a monster, dude. The new zenith is amazing, dude. Thank you. I'm so if, happy if for any you guys. Of our listeners but, haven't checked yeah. it out. Please do the Zenith Passage Data Elysium. It's out now. It's got oh, risk. Yeah. It's got solos. It's got sick bass production. Uh, oh, yeah. It's got everything you need to uh, everything. enjoy yeah. death metal. Fuck yeah, brother. Thanks for coming oh, on, man. There. Actually, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, have a good night, guys. Enjoy the rest of the, the pod. You too, man. Hell yeah. Buddy. Have a good night, man. All right. Later. Take it. Take it. I said take it easy. I didn't take say it. take it easy. I just said take no, it. Take it. You, you did the uh, <laughs> take it away. Yeah, take it. Well, take it. Did the uh, you hang up the take phone? Take it in the finish. kitchen. <laughs> I'm just like, take it. I don't need to. I don't need to worry about length finishing sentences, dude. It's my birthday. I'm glad he. No, uh, yeah, I'm glad he pronounced the name of the album because I'm like, I was like, yeah, yeah, Data Elysium. You know what I mean? <laughs> what, what was it? Yeah. What was what? Did, how he say it? How did he say it? Uh, I think it's uh, Data Elysium. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 Right. That sounds right. Yeah. 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 Data Elysium. Data uh, just you, did you post feel today. like you want to add an extra syllable in there, though. You know. Yeah. I love. I that was like data. I thought was like some sort of data lysium. <laughs> I was like an Anthony on it. I, well, I just like, like the aphronom. Well, I looked at the beginning of the word and I looked at the end of it and was like, I'm not doing the middle shit. I'm just gonna make up my own fucking, you know, my own story of what it's called. It's like, you're, whatever you're, you're like, I love Dizium, dude. I fucking the new <laughs> the new Zenith Passage album, Dizium. I love Dizium, dude. It's two containers. Sick, dude. I really feel it. Yeah. Conversation. Not feel this right now. No, I need to keep. Oh, sorry, we're having our side conversation about it. The edibles. <laughs> He's like, you want some more of this? I'm like, dude. I'm being serious. When did I mean, Mike that's... started eating edibles? He's like a whiskey, like a fancy, so... like Basil Hayden. Like actually, for my uh, my dad's birthday and my stepmom's birthday that just came through, I I went and purchased uh, uh Osa and I went and purchased like fancy ass. And what what basil is that? Just the normal one? <laughs> is that the normal one? <laughs> Those are the whatever, dude. That's like that's like the Nickelback of fancy whiskeys now. It's the Basil Hayden. <laughs> I don't know. Is that the ten year? Wait, are you no, saying no, that's no. the that's the basic bitch fucking uh? Fancy that's a basic bitch top tier, right? Isn't Basil Hayden like everywhere now? It's like you gotta get like the ten year, the fifteen year or something. It's actually well, just... yeah. After we went to that goddamn uh, bourbon tasting <laughs> where we got like the two thousand dollar bottle of gasoline, he's like, yeah, take this fucking <laughs> eyedropper of water and unlock the that's flavor. And it, no, it was, me and Kerry yeah, no. like got super drunk the night before, and then in the morning, my dad's like, "Hey, come down to bourbon <laughs> tasting," and we went to bur- like what's like fancy, like the most like this is, this bottle's like there's one you know By the one way, in a million kind of at like nine a.m. Like, too. Like this is not yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's not like oh yeah swing by at one. It was like dude get here bright and early you know. Uh, Casey was, or I'm sorry, ready to go. You were taking it and vom- I'm about to vomit. You're about to vomit like multiple times, and you just would hand me the glass, and I'd be like. 
just take it like a shot. But like, I understood all the tastes he was talking about. And bourbon's so that's fucking tech death, dude. Bourbon is should tech we, death. When you get to yeah, like down we, to the should we have yeah. Gilbert eat another gummy and then no. play a severed no. song blindfolded no. like he does on his <laughs> Twitch thing. I want to see all this. Definitely right. happened tonight, dude. I, was, yeah. I think that's a good birthday present, dude. For my no, for my birthday, I want to see I want to see the guitar lineup. I want to see every guitar. All right, yeah, you guys have your si cool. oh, you guys can jerk off on gear for a while. Yeah, do that, dude. <laughs> hey, but also it's my birthday and I can cry if I want. Hey, no, that's what I'm saying. Carrie. I'm excited for you. I'm really excited. What's that? What's we're that? Not, uh, PRS we, are not, we are not jerking off on gear tonight. Okay. No, you're beating it out on gear. Sorry. Yeah. What's that middle PRS right there? Is that like a this one uh this that one? This one? Yeah. That thing is a fancy as fuck fucking guitar. Yes, let me be back away from the mic. Don't okay, get it out. There we go. All right. Jesus. Let's, um, let's switch or just switch chairs or whatever. I don't know. I'm good. <laughs> I'll just stand in the back like that. What what, what a series <laughs> is that? What kind of uh, woods are used? Okay. This is my I'm gonna nerd down right this now. This is a 2018 PRS McCarty 594 Wood Library. So yeah. oh Jesus. A... <laughs> so it's like only like it's on sale for six grand. You just had to snag it. <laughs> six grand. I think it was fifty one. Okay. That's, that's, that's a good sale. No, 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 no. That's what they want to sell them for. But if you're buying a guitar for anything less than like discount wise, anything less than 20% off. Yeah. You're doing it wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You should always be able to get 20% off any guitar from anybody. Sweetwater, any dealer. That's just like, that's the, that's like the markup. No, it's more than that. They're making money at selling them 20% off retail. They're still making a good penny. Um, yeah. Yeah. But you can get 20% off night and day. Uh, if you negotiate what's so. your favorite i mean if you have to pick a favorite out of, I, I know it's a fucking hard question because i know that the strandberg has like a really cool feel to it and it's very comfortable and then you have like the sound of the prs probably sounds amazing um do you have like an overall comfortability to like uh sound favorite is it aristides probably did you just say comfortability sound Comfortability to sound. Comfortability. I made that up. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm good. Mike, uh, Anthony, let me let me re-ask the question like this. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. If you had to play, choose one of those guitars. Yeah. To play for the rest of your life, which guitar would it be? That's a way better question. Jesus. It sounds like Dude. that's kind of what you're going for, Joel. So that's a desert island that's guitar. Mm. So. It would have to be an acoustic. What? Desert Island. I mean, acoustic. <laughs> Desert no, Island. just make it electric and then. Oh, okay. Desert Island with an acoustic. Separate the acoustic and electric. <laughs> Tony, I want to hear his electric. Put it in, dude. I want to know his desert. Okay, I'll read the question. Desert Desert Island with a little little amp, a little amp that doesn't <laughs> yeah. ever go dead. Yeah, yeah, solar panels like those rolling. Use solar panel like a fucking sick solar panel amp. Yeah, solar amp. <laughs> uh, dude, they've all got their own thing. Oh god! Listen, listen to me. Can't <laughs> listen. Can't I can't sit anywhere. They're yeah, all. They've all. Oh my god! Uh, Anthony, they've all got very specific 
beneficial qualities to them that it's hard to. Uh, okay, let me just here. You guys decide. So, so then the guy just shoots you in the head. The guy shoots because you're like you gave an. Oh, they're all great. And he just shoots you now because you didn't pick one. You have to pick okay, one. Listen, <laughs> gun to head. Gun to head. <laughs> the Aristides is amazing. It does not change shape or anything depending on humidity and climate uh, temperature. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's very resonant, very loud for a synthetic wood guitar or you know it's a it's a composite it's like their their proprietary material called arium which they say is like microscopic glass beetles uh beetles <laughs> beads. Beads. <laughs> glass beads wait um, that's what the body's made out of I thought yeah it was metal. It's, it's it's they have a mold and they pour this this proprietary composite plastic into the mold and then they lay down a sheet of uh beetles. carbon fiber and then they they paint melt on some more of this material and it's it's all one piece the heel you know the neck joint is non-existent can we can we see that one yeah yeah yeah, grab it, grab it, grab it. yeah, yeah. I, yeah. trevor okay. is this your psyop to get me to buy uh, one of these yeah, this, is, yeah. this, this is my that favorite i want one of these i don't even play guitar but that guitar is great i loved it i, I played play pink floyd on this guitar yeah oh that's a beaut i gotta yeah. say okay. okay. so, good shit dude it's made in the Netherlands, so it's got that like German precision going on, you know. Even yeah, though they're not German, I just lump them all together. Um, yeah, yeah. So sick. Wow. Everything. The tolerances. The tolerances on this are so uh, precise. I'll put it this way: the the guitar that I just placed an order for a few months ago, which is a headless version that they make now, um, I requested that the <laughs> that the action at the 24th fret be uh two point what would, what would i say 264 2.564 of an inch and then the low e be 2.7564 64ths of an inch which is nothing uh they're just super precise uh because they can because there's no wood there's no wood so they can yeah. do that right yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i mean it's it's an incredible piece of engineering. I like that term. So you're taking that one. You're taking that one to the desert island. Um, it's it's probably the best bet for longevity since it's oh because oh because uh, no wood. Yeah, 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 no like warping. Yeah. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. And it does everything really well. You know, it's really resonant. Uh, you would think that like a plastic guitar wouldn't sound great, but this thing sounds just as good unplugged as any of my guitars, and that it's probably insane. Twice it did about as loud. Oh, four grand for that one or five? Yeah, something yeah. Like that. yeah. I think I, it was a little less than that because it's the raw. Yeah, it's the raw version. <laughs> it has no uh, no paint on it, so it's just this like textured, uh, oh, wow, that's cool. colored uh, plastic, basically. I've been, I've been playing Zon basses for the last ten years or so, and they have the uh, graphite neck, so I can yeah. definitely relate to it. I, I once I touch the neck, it's not about sound for me; it's more about just playability. Yep. And just the feeling of that versus wood—I don't know what it is, but I could do things I could never do before. So I'm like yeah. sold. I love it. Oh yeah. Yeah. The um, I, I'm a that that feel the neck feel is such a huge thing for me. I I cannot stand like a, a normal guitar with a glossy paint neck it just drives me crazy it's too oh sticky. yeah you get caught yeah so yeah either got to be caught. like a satin finish or the, the prs's are cool because they have rosewood necks and that's like a naturally oily 
kind of wood. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's super smooth feeling. It just feels like butter. Um, but, you know, like the Aristides, it's just this like sandpaper finish raw that's not going to wear down and shine up like normal gloss material does. Uh, it just feels fantastic. It's Anthony's great. grabbing guitars now. He's just grabbing guitars. He's looking at <laughs> How do I get it out? How do I get it out? Hey, guys, I got your guests. These things are fucking cool to hold, dude. Alex. Oh, yeah. and, oh we got fucking Alex. Sorry. <laughs> and, and, Alex is here. Alex is here. Yeah. What up? <laughs> What's up, buddy? I, I, I was about to chime in and say I fucking hate those guitars, but uh, I don't want to do you any disrespect, dude. <laughs> you really hate them. I tried them at NAM and I was like, yeah, I tried them at NAM and I was like, I can't do it. There's, I don't. I agree with you that the the gloss neck fucking sucks, but I couldn't do those either. I don't know. So is it like what I was thinking? What what I was thinking with the Aristides, those so and Mike, those those like indentations where your hand goes. Does your yeah. hand fall into them a little bit or kind of? You know, when you're depending on a guitar that you're used to, you know, you're you're you kind of have like little landmarks that you can feel around. You know, whether yeah. it be a, a volume knob or the the switch pickup selector. Um, Anthony, kind of, kind of. Anthony in the background's a nightmare. That's, he's just like he's just walking around with like a five thousand dollar guitar. He's like, hey, what about uh, this no, one? He's like the golem of death metal right now. Fucking <laughs> Anthony going full goblin mode back there, dude. I'm waiting for an end to talk about the back of this fucking neck, dude. Like, oh, no, yeah, that's a, like a pyramid almost. Oh, like, the neck, yeah. yeah. How is that an old one? It's one of the older ones, right, Mike? The, what? This one is. Oh, okay. okay. Like it's got like a super like ridge neck. <clears throat> no, I think I got... Yeah, it's like... The way that this is like... It's not... It's an endurance. It's, it's got an edge. It's there got are a, three flat facets, faceted surfaces. Yeah, it feels so strange, though, dude. <laughs> Uh, this is the older one. This one's from 2014. Uh, made yeah, it's got like carbon fiber like pickup. No, I just put those in like okay, six sick. months ago. Those are um, bare knuckle Ragnaroks. But uh, so pickup wise, what do you are you is that like if you had to pick a pickup for the desert with an amp? Uh, nowadays pickups are so hard. What'd you do? I know. First of all, it's my birthday, and it's one of my favorite guitar players in the world. So I'm gonna fucking grill him. This is what, <laughs> this is what no, happens I, next. I, I, no, I love that. It's just like every time it's like if you're out in the desert and you're gonna die, right. you know, what pickups? It's like you have unlimited nine volt batteries for your active pickups. You're all, you're all. What energy drink would be your desert <laughs> island? I'm pretty sure all the women have left the chat. No, <laughs> no. I mean, there's never been one. So there's never been one. It's a dream theater yeah. pod, dude. All, all the ladies yeah. Go home. Yeah, totally, yeah, they all go to sleep. So overall, what would you say though? Like for as far as like, I mean, obviously you're probably a passive guy, right? As far as yeah. the pickups, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you want I the amp the the pushing? that I have now has, uh, um, we call them Fishman's uh, okay. classic, Clunes classics. Yeah, and yeah. The, the Aristides that I ordered will have bare knuckle Ragnaroks. Okay, okay. And I put Ragnaroks in this one, and in my other uh, that I've got tuned to C sharp for playing severed stuff. Uh, these are fantastic fucking pickups. I just found them like six months ago. Very high gain, very low noise. Um, excellent, excellent uh, passive 
high gain pickups. Can yeah. we also talk about like I know that for you, you were the first person I was before I even knew it was M. Gilbert and the Harmony Central forums back when I was like in high school. You were like talking about like oh this new thing fractal. Like you were the yeah. first person to like talk about fractal, and it's like two thousand. No. No, the, the, the first fractal axe effects came out i think early 2007 maybe late 2006 okay. yeah yeah i got one right around when they first came out i was on the waiting list and shit and uh that was when we recorded serval insurrection was in uh fall of 2007 yeah. and you did so, all the the kind of like uh production and stuff on on, yeah. on the tones and stuff and i know you did because you're fucking a nerd just like me i mean but you're like i'm like the nerd that likes tones so much but i'm like you're like the nerd that likes tones and playing like way sick because <laughs> i feel like there's a lot of people that like they aren't like very good at their instruments so they're like oh dude tones dude tones are so sick like the woods the tones and like it's like me but for you like you had like the the playing I aspect still, dude i still fucking feel like um i wasted too much time tone searching and worrying about just every little fucking detail yeah uh, the direction of the fucking cable are you serious you're supposed to fucking Jesus. plug the guitar cable in a certain direction uh that kind of shit <laughs> that i feel like Could you, know, you did you have it, a, like actual like evidence of that being a, a change of sound me personally, no, but because I read shit, people say that shit on forums and whatever, uh, you buy into it, you know? Yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was uh, definitely a like getting wait, 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 deep. Hold on. Wait, wait. Yeah. There, was there, wait, the way the cord? Wait, hold on. Wait, wait. Like, like an L There's cable. motherfuckers that uh, swear that if you run the direction of the writing, for the text that's on a cable that is the best way to transmit the sound Wait, because so you, of the way that the yeah. copper is braided fucking kidding me bro because of the way the copper is braided in most of these they they feel that that is the way okay, to go okay that's why i never go on these forums you know what yeah. you know what i, <laughs> like I they, don't care you get, i don't care about any tone i just want to play badly and then that's my life <laughs> i just that is all i care about they're also going to try to convince once, you. Once you get in, so. stuck in the vortex, you know, yeah, yeah, stuck in the vortex of this shit, and you know, every little half a percent in the big picture, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get a bunch of things that sound. No, I get it. I get it. Eventually, it's going to make a difference. But in a live setting, how could you keep that in its place? Live, I mean, who gives a fuck? But <laughs> well, I can see the thing of like this, you know, it's like these simple changes could make you know your uh, right. things sound so much better. Like I, I, I could definitely see that. But you, you said that's got to be BS, right? That's there's no I way. Know. I don't know. We don't know. But I read there's it, no so I do it. <laughs> I read it, so I. Well, I mean, one thing I, I, I've noticed, it, so I do it. It works. Well, there's you know the the I'm whole doing going direct in. Well, the direct into the so one thing I've been noticing, and, and and actually Trevor would, even though he's not at his seat right now, um, we go to you know go see shows and stuff that bands that go direct into the the house with their fractals and stuff, and yeah. if you want, if you're that lucky person that gets super close to the stage, you can't hear guitar, and I was like, you gotta have if you're gonna go direct in, you gotta have like some some like cab simulation going to a cab on stage or something because if you're super close, you can only hear drums. So that's where I was like, that's the, 
like there's people that like uh you know i'm big you know like jared knows leprous fan like i'll like but they'll be on stage like like, like yeah i'm on stage and there's no guitar and there's only drums and really? maybe a little vocals that are coming through the, the mod because there's no there's no physical um cabinets on stage pushing right. sound out so the thing is they're only going to the center house so if, uh, the the front of the house so if the, the front oh, of house because, speakers are up front yeah you're then you're all you're, you're not gonna hear you're like any of the guitar if you're like behind the speakers at that point yeah right? if you yeah. want to be like excited be like i love this band i want to get right up front then you won't hear any guitar <laughs> you get uh, a penalty like you're not getting you're not hearing guitar and i feel like that's the only thing about the direct in thing where i'm just like i love it and it sounds great but like if you're not if there's no on stage guitar, then the people in the front, you know, for about 15, 20 feet won't be able to hear, hear guitar. Huh? Yeah. We, uh... I agree. That's why I don't do it. <laughs> well, I'm blaming you for doing it because you didn't say you did do it. Do it you know, all I did was I recorded. <laughs> God damn it. I recorded Serval Insurrection with the first Axe Effects. And I think, as far as I know, that's the first. Uh, death metal album yeah, that's for sure. used an Axe Effects song, which is cool. But That's yeah. so cool, dude. Um, that, that is really cool. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that became like a, that's like an industry standard fucking. Yeah, yeah it started would, from there. It would have become that anyways, you know. Uh, it's just a cool little fucking anecdote that, you know, I did it first. Cool. And I, I don't know for certain, but, you know. You did, you did. As far as, as far as this podcast goes, you are the first. <laughs> You're a pioneer. Okay. Thanks, buddy. That is true. Um, I but when we when we did the uh, reunion tour in 2012, uh, I used one Axe Effects two for both guitars, and it was fucking amazing because you just used one front input, one rear input. Oleg was on the other side of the stage. I had that going into um, an angle E 860 100 power amp so it was tube with oh, the yeah. Yeah. 100 watts of uh 6l6 power on either side each one had a 412 cabinet and one axe effects controlled by one foot controller and i had you know basically in the little grid layout thing on the axe effects you program uh row three was me row four was him i just had all the effects and amps and everything duplicated and uh, i could pan for like solos, I'd pan the rhythm. Whoever wasn't playing a solo, I would pan them to both cabinets, and the solo would pan to both cabinets as well. So it wasn't the hard left and right separation anymore. Uh, whenever we're doing clean stuff, you know, I was using stereo effects, so everything was kind of spilling over, and uh, it was just super convenient to have one box. Oh, I uh, right. forgot to mention that. Like row five was just an output that went into a speaker cabinet for Troy, our drummers, uh, in-ear monitors. Because um, yeah. we weren't using them, you know, front of house uh, or the front of the stage at that time. Did so. you have to program the fractal at the time on the screen? There was no software that came no, with there it right were, back then? No, there was software. For oh, there was. The, uh, actually, yeah, even when I recorded Servile on the first Axe Effects, they had Axe at it at that time. I don't think it was okay. made by the same... I don't think... I think it was a fan that made Axe at it originally. And then Damn. they bought it from this guy, basically. So now it's official. It's their their on screen PC editor. That's true. Yeah. yeah, I remember like touring with Tosin and stuff, and with Animals and stuff. They would, they would all they would just have that little screen, and they would like, he would like try to walk me through 
like tell someone like that oh so this little thing is like he was like showing me all the uh the acronyms he's like oh cr is a what's weird compressor but, but he had like on a screen that was this big and he was like <laughs> he was like walking me through it and i'm like i am lost immediately i have no idea where you're at now i was like and he was he didn't even have i didn't even know that was a thing until we went to uh john campman the old uh, black dahlia dude who like he is fucking just he's almost like a He's almost like Mike Gilbert with the the nerdery on his on his gear and like Ooh. trying to get digital. He's got like ten. He's got like Soldanos, you know, like the Bogners. He's got the VHTs. He's got like in his room. But then he was like trying to show me like uh, basically like how you fucking can act, like model them on a, a software. And I was like, he was giving us A B tests and shit. And we were just like, whoa, dude. <laughs> like I can't tell really. It's like getting that good where you can't tell, especially with the uh, Stuff nowadays, it just like you put a mic to an amp and it, like the just takes it all in. It's like okay, oh, I'll just uh, EQ everything to that amp perfectly. But uh, it's my birthday and I'm talking too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, can I do a quick transition to our new guest, genius oh, no. behind <laughs> Ominous Ruin, the man with I the mean, plan. everything. Oh, everything the, that the Mike one... just laid out is like kind of what I do now. Which is crazy. I I found that. E eighty fifty, E eight fifty one hundred power amp. Uh, I think I bought it from like Canada recently, and now I'm running that too. The thing is fucking crazy. Dude, it's, a, a, it's a beast. <laughs> it's a goddamn yeah. beast. What, what, the, brand, yeah, what yeah. brand? So most hundred or almost all amps that are uh, hundred watt tube heads, right? Like the industry standard. Uh, it's four six L sixes, tubes, power tubes. The Ingle 850-100 has eight of those power tubes. So it's like having... <laughs> shit. You, could, you could power two full 412 cabinet uh, stacks per guitarist, and you'd have plenty of power to, to go. They're, they're well, who makes that? Ingle. It's an Ingle. Oh, yeah. Ingle. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. So using that now, Alex? <laughs> Sorry. What? what? No. Bananas? What, what happened? <laughs> I was going to say, Alex Basie, everyone. Hello. Yeah. Alex Hi, Alex. <laughs> my, uh, yeah. my ominous ruin. My yeah. My, my, our washing machine literally just broke. That was kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> we have a full episode together, dude. This is a full. Oh, yeah. Audience. Technically. Oh, yeah. You're right. Not technically. <laughs> it is. Dude, it's a yeah. full on. I'm not sure if you guys talk about this, but like, how can we get some odious news? Like, can I be the like, what's going on with odious right now? Yeah, so you guys probably um, don't talk about that much. So we have a new album that is done, and uh, we haven't announced the label it's on yet or the artwork, but the artwork's done. Like, it's like, and we're just finishing up some recording stuff, and uh, hopefully, it comes out next year. In the bag. Yeah, yeah and uh, you guys want to say anything else about the? Is that, is that well, your fourth yeah. album? This is the fourth. It's, it's going to be yeah. a conti- uh, let we can I guess let them in on that it'll be a continuation from Cryptic, conceptually. It's literally what happened. I would say the sophomore album to Cryptic. So that's like, if you paid attention about. to what happened at the end of the Cryptic album lyrically this is what's happening after that so you're saying 
Synesthesia was a, a bit of a departure, and now you guys are kind of synesthesia was. We never had the idea of it being like a sophomore album, con- conceptually. It was just something that was, um, I think, more just like personal to all of us, really. I, I know that that's how I looked at it. It was our first, you know, stab at it after so long. And a lot had happened in all of our lives building up to making that record. And I think that we wanted to put more of ourselves into it than anything. So I think that like synesthesia is really like a good representation of uh, all of us as dudes who had, you know, grown through the time that we didn't do any odious things, you know? Well, it was, it was kind of like a family album to us. It was, there were so many things that happened in the middle of it, and there was like... Everybody, every single person that is involved in that record has over a decade of friendship with at least one of us, mostly all of us, you know? Every yeah, single it felt, person. It, it felt like a family record. Um, it I've got was it up totally... It's sitting up on my wall right here, uh, the vinyl. Um, that was yeah, a I, super I, DIY posse record. It was our po- like it was us, our yeah, whole... us like putting heads together and being like, let's get this fucking because like, I mean, there was there were things that happened that were like, oh, I guess we have to like record now. We never, involved, you know, we didn't we didn't oh know my. how to record, and we were just like, let's just all do it. Fuck it, let's just all get together and do it like DIY and do it. You know, let's try one of these albums. Where we don't know what the fuck we're doing, kind of. And as far as recording, I mean, me, I'm speaking for myself mainly, but like, just get it all together. And like, there were things that happened that kind of derailed us for a little while. And we're like, you know what? Let's just fucking have fun with it and be friends and sit in the fucking our rooms and do it. Or like, you know, like we'll try to all be engineers for an album and just right. try to do something cool. Like, just see what happens. You know, I think right. everyone's just so. Hey, go ahead. I have to give you guys props too for for putting it out and like you know like people always like oh you're not touring you're like you're not a band or whatever but like you guys are like hey we want to put an album you did and like shows are still on the table potentially but like you know you're just you're like this is what we do and and we're sharing it you know so i thought that was Mm -hmm. really cool it's like it's not based on some oh we got to make a quota or we have to meet a label's demands or whatever you're just like hey let's let's do this because we have music in us that's really cool yeah right like we all we all love each other and we want to you know we all were so connected you know playing music and stuff back in the day it's like we still have that in us yeah. to like jam and stuff. you know it's like yeah and then yeah. like, yeah. this new album done. that's ready to drop next year you know and and i think that uh maybe you know doing this show maybe it will it will <laughs> That's, that's I was like, I was like Casey, you talk, and you were just like, dude, yeah, dude. So like, uh, <laughs> no, that's okay. yeah, dude, Casey's done. Alex and Carrie are done. So no, not done. Joel, if we want to be open, we're gonna break the fourth wall and say it's me and Joel. It's, yeah, I mean, I have my bit. Yeah, it's definitely. Oh, oh the recording. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just gonna say that synesthesia was. There's a very long story behind that album. Yeah, and there's yeah, a very, lot very that, deep story it, that we still have. There's a lot of. Like, I mean, say right now with the, the, the engineer that recorded my drums and everything, he passed away, you know. Yeah, it was tragedy. Yeah, he's a good friend of mine. And yeah, yeah. and so like, and so he, he was going to originally make the whole album like, and he also like recorded our first demo way back. He actually played in Odious for a, a short time back in like 2002. 
but my friend john he he was a great dude and he was an engineer and stuff and love john anyways yeah so like that happened it was a kind of a curveball and there was like a huge you know like a lot of that stuff so anyways but yeah but it ended up being just something that we just kind of left like super raw and just like unedited it's there's zero edits or quantizing or anything on that album or drum replacement or nothing it's just like super just like raw and we just kind of almost like a live album yeah but it's in the studio and we just kind of wanted to put it out that way we were, at the time we we're just like you know what like we just want to do something different it was like i mean I, I don't know it came out in 2020 i recorded the drums in march of 2015 so <laughs> it took a minute for like everything to get recorded i ended up doing guitars on it because there was like so much yeah so there's a lot that happened well, yeah. Casey, I, I, you, you've canonically the- already done drums on the next like three yeah. odious albums. We know, yeah, but, <laughs> but, um, but the point is that, like, yeah, yeah, thanks, dude. Yeah, but, but it just came out as kind of like a raw thing. We just left it raw. There was just, you know, it's like there were songs that were slower and everything. We just kind of were just like, that's just how like we wanted those songs. Like, <clears throat> it just le- we, we, we weren't going for like a fast edited technical <laughs> death metal album. It it's only like, 250 BPM. It's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. True. yeah. I, one of the things I love about this so. story though, it, it, it reminds me of like my experience with music is just like making something for the, the sake of making it with like no in like, there's no one giving you money to do this. There's no one like motivating you're motivating yourself. And the fact that, you know, you, you, you overcame all those obstacles along the way and, and it still came out and you still produced it and you still Mm -hmm. did it is fucking amazing. Like that. Even, even a deeper layer, Trev, I just want to add to that because I don't want to not say this while we're talking about this album. Um, there's two more layers to the family aspect of this album, which is one, the the artwork was a physical piece from. Oh, you want to see it? Trevor, Trevor, Trevor owns Trevor it. Trevor bought it, dude. Trevor, <laughs> Trevor it. owns it. He bought the original. He bought the original. He owns the original. So, yeah. so funny. Give a little on, on the artwork in the homie that did that. It's in our hallway. Before, when Trevor yeah, here was, it is. There here it is. is. This is the original here's painting. the original artwork to synesthesia this is yeah yeah painting this is literally hand made by a gentleman casey take over for me yeah he's he's, he's our old homie adam friedman um iron glacier on instagram he's now a tattoo artist i think in the portland area up in oregon um, and he has like a master's degree in art, like he studied in San Francisco and all over the place. But yeah, he's just a super chill dude and great guy. And uh, he's obviously I, brilliant. I, I, he showed me Jethro Toll for the first time, let's put it that way. So yeah, yeah. I've known him for a long time. And uh, yeah, he's a great Any, dude. Anybody who's listening or watching this right now needs to go check that yeah. dude out because all of his artwork is just as sick as what you just saw. And yeah, I, I think he, he goes by the name of Iron Glacier, I believe, on Instagram. That's right. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, this piece is fucking amazing. Like I it's love amazing, art, as dude. you can see by my shirt. I love art, and um, <laughs> but if you see this thing, like it's, the more it's you layers, look at it, yeah, yeah it's, it's gnarly, dude. Like I was like, yeah. I need that, and he's like, you can have it, and I'm like. Yes, and that's what happened. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Really, it is and, really and a brilliant piece of art. That sure. was that other woven in layer that I was going to say. Like Trev made sure that that piece stayed in the family, dude. You know, yeah, that was sick. 
we we connected with that piece and and it was like it, it's all those layers and that's why no matter what you know everybody's gonna have their opinions the production whatever but i'm just saying that will that will always have that that family energy for me dude because i just yeah. know all the layers was, that we wove it was, into it and yeah really like it is, needed like a, a lot of cool stuff into it it's it's a family or it's like the album is just like all of our like like it's kind of our hiatus album but we just like we're still doing it, it just took us forever like during the hiatus yeah, you know? yeah. and then this new one is just like okay like it's more like what people are expecting as a sequel to cryptic so that's right you know, and yeah, yeah, yeah it's all you, like that you know t tight sound and everything and uh we're just you know it's like making art it's just like making movies or making whatever just like sometimes you make something different and you just try things and like it's kind of like it's cool to try different things man you know and like if, if someone right. likes this more than likes that that's great that's the whole point of creating variety like and, and like this new one's definitely different than yeah this, whatever this you, know? Album. You, you know and i think it's an important point to like point out is like you know there's a whole troll thing and people say all this kind of stuff and it's like you know like the, who cares if someone has like if someone doesn't like something like that's like okay there's like nothing wrong with that you know yeah yeah, yeah. and if people like want to like you know make it a like like a statement that's fine or whatever but like it's okay like we, like when we all talk about like oh this is your favorite what's your oh, i don't like that as much like, you know it's like a normal thing to like like something more than something else you know when you're younger it was different i think when you're younger yeah, that was more of a like, thing it was like uh, i like this like i'm more into this cooler thing that you're yeah. into in my brain it's cooler than what you like so i am now holding some sort of superiority over you yeah but like, it's like as you get older you're just like you just like, like I think. it's like yeah. you're wrong what you like <laughs> like yeah, yeah. No, no, for sure. yeah. Like, <laughs> it's funny because it's... like as you know with the son of Rayleigh stuff going from like um you know a death metal band to like a prog clean singing band yeah. <laughs> there was there was any number of like negative comments just being like what the fuck bro didn't and i remember yeah it they never bothered me because i would and this maybe i'm just a sociopath but i just looked at it and i was like you're <laughs> wrong <laughs> i like it never bothered me i was just like you're just objectively wrong it's fine um you can you know that's your art dude and i know yeah, no, i was like i, I just don't dude. care and, and um carrie you've heard me give you your flowers so many times on that album dude so uh, we, we don't yeah. need to go over it uh, you know what no, I, I know actually, but... what i actually want to talk about is um alex and he's gonna hate me for this but um <laughs> he is he has done such an incredible Killer job, job. Being, just unbelievable job doing yeah, being yeah. a producer on this album this new one mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. i and i've heard the new ominous ruin stuff which is mind-blowing and mm. um what he's doing with the no, new odious mortem stuff is is it's ridiculous it's really really fucking cool dude yes. it's kind of cool to go from synesthesia which um i was involved in a small part in that i did i did do a guest solo on it so i was like i was baked into it a little bit um mm -hmm. and uh but then to uh to go from that to um you know casey is kind of the he's the he, he's the head of the spear and he's like okay we're doing this and here's the deal what did and I do? then <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> and then yeah, after, he's like, it was all, oh, I'm a, oh, I'm a well, genius. I'll, I'll, I'll admit this. <laughs> I'll like admit the, this. I'll admit this. Uh, Casey, you were like, I, I got, I got this guy, Alex, and he's gonna, he's gonna do, um, he's gonna produce the album. And I was like, okay, I, I don't know. This was years, you know, a couple of years ago now. But I was like, I'm not sure. I know who that is. Are you sure? And then um, I met Alex, and now we're we're best friends. But uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> we uh, the, hearing what he's doing with the album is unbelievably special. It's really cool to have someone in, like that's uh, taking the torch and just fucking running with it, dude. Because like um, you know, metal production is it's a tough business these days. We just had Derek on, you know, like the New Zealand passage is it's it's laser focused, sharp kind of shit you know what i mean so it's like oh you know the, the, you have to make a decision about like well what do you want it to sound like and i feel like alex stepped in and he's like well i want it to sound fucking sick you know what i mean <laughs> and, and, yeah. and that's what we're getting out of it you know what i mean and i, and I, I, I i'm in love with uh the things you're doing alex thank you and now oh, let yeah. me just before alex can uh i just want to refer that back on you carrie because i think that this is like a symbiosis thing that we're talking about right here because you have such a great um flavor that you're adding to the band now too and alex is really really being able to like bring that to its fullest capacity and I, i i just love this is this is why it's taking so long for me is because I'm building up my voice to make sure that I can like do this with you guys. You guys are coming so correct right now, and I need to be correct. Yeah, don't know? fuck up, dude. Hey, Anthony, that's exactly don't how fuck I feel. Up, like you guys are so precise, and it sounds so good right now that I I need to be at my 100% a game before I lay down some shit on this. Well, thank and you. I'm, I'm getting there. I, I'm. You guys are inspiring me. And real fast, let's welcome the professor to the podcast. What's up? Joseph? Oh shit, Joseph! <laughs> yeah. What's up, dude? Made it, dude. What's up? This how, like how was my... how was jamming out, dude? That was good. Can you guys all hear me? How's this? Yes. The... yes. Perfect, yeah. It, it was good. Um, I was just at Last Lucy practice. We're playing tomorrow night at Supply and Demand in Long Beach, and. uh it's going to be a good show nice. with Narcotic Wasteland headlining. And uh, oh, nice. our, our new friends in Tegmentum are also on that Ooh. tour. So You can run into Kenji in person. Hell yeah, Ooh. dude. Um, but yeah, this is like seven of my in favorite Dallas, people right obviously. here. So good to yeah. see you all. And uh, uh, I'll wait till Joel's back on to wish him. So Yeah, he's been... Oh, yes. He's um, going to get a couple perfect. of bananas. He's going to be back. Yeah, I got to go get the banana real fast. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm like... I'm like in a cooking project situation too, so I'll be in and out. Project. Oh, you're cooking dinner right now. I, I got Getting back to refuel. Exactly. What do um, we got on the grill? What are we cooking? We're doing a Trader Joe's margarita pizza with added mushrooms and onion and a couple hot dogs just for this, a little extra protein. You know, extra protein. not on the pizza separately, like hot Separate. dogs right, and buns. So- I'm not putting hot dogs on pizza. That's you know, but yeah, yeah. this is so a, you're gonna have hot dogs in the bun. Yeah, appetizer or I mean, during, you know, you are know. you gonna go pizza, hot dog, pizza, hot dog? Is it's that... gonna be probably uh, 
hot dog down the diamond part and then pizza the rest of the way. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or is that French fries? Sorry, that's French fries uh, and pizza. Uh, actually okay. that that's a combo that i wouldn't i wouldn't happy birthday uh, joel walk away from if there was fries Thank and you. pizza as an o- option i'd probably grab a slice grab some fries yeah let's let's be honest this is a 10 30 p.m cooking you know event this is not like my <laughs> it's not when i do birthday boy surgeon now? yeah are we surgeon what's good the birthday boy surgeon yeah i I'm drinking through like a weird cold, so I don't know what's happening. I know you already said in the beginning, "I love you." I want yeah, but you they to haven't. Feel good on your the people birthday. that just show up on two hours. Anyways, um, <laughs> so um, no, you, but uh, getting back to really uh, uh, so me, so I'm talking about me and Jared went and like swam in a, a duck shit pool a couple weeks ago, right? And that was a lot of fun. We went camping together, and like we got this uh, campsite. That like on the map look like it's like yeah it's right on the river, but you had to like, <laughs> like cut through like and like fall down a cliff to like go to the river. And like, oh, you want to? It's like hey, do you want to go to like the main river? And it's like a bunch of people there, and they're like we'll find another river. And he had to drive us. Poor, poor Jared. He had to drive us in the van and like got us to this river that, that like we like Googled or something like out in like up north by uh, uh Oroville, and uh, then it was just like filled with duck shit. <laughs> like it was just the grossest rip, but we still had fun. And I just want to say thank you because that's a random story. And uh, Jared, I don't know when's why the I brought last that time up. You ripped on a fucking sick wake, bro. Last weekend? No, not this weekend, but the weekend before that. <laughs> yeah, he, he's all yesterday, dude. <laughs> so this morning, at, yeah. did you go down to Riverside or you was? No, uh, we went camping again in the hundred plus degree (laughs) heat, and uh, we went to Lake. We went to Lake New Malones. New Malones. Okay. Okay. Huge, massive lake, and uh, one of our friends' dads had a boat and a wakeboard. So I was like, "Were they even ready, bro? Were they even ready?" (laughs) No. They weren't. No, was they it, weren't. Was this dude. for Jill's birthday, Jared? I wasn't ready yeah. when I saw Jared in action. I'm telling you that right now. I wasn't ready. I've heard the oh, lore. Jared's... I've heard the story. Yeah, yeah. There's fables written about this. Jared could bust some six. Wait, shit. Jared from the songs? <laughs> the songs of legend? Jared from the riverside. <laughs> the music Wait. songs? So you oh, um, God. know the songs of my people. Uh, so you, you're uh... the biblical Jared, <laughs> the biblical, the, uh, yeah, yeah, son of, yeah, the son of, Wake. you could probably rip on some sick wakes too, dude. Me? No, absolutely not. I have no balance whatsoever, but, uh, wait, so are you, you, you do wakeboarding. That's like a thing. I just grew yes. up doing it, so I've done it. Yeah, like family vacations. He we taught go to the river, and I... his family lives like uh, in this community. It's it's amazing where they live. It's this. It's like a. It's like the largest gated community I've ever seen. It's a city. It's a private city for wakeboarding. Woke he was yeah. work, woke <laughs> wakeboarding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like everyone drives around like golf carts, and they live right by the lake, and it's it's really amazing. Honestly, I can see. 
how that could uh, facilitate such an amazing human as this, this gentleman right here. Uh, true. <laughs> true. No, I, we, we had I, we had a sick time in Riverside, dude, and uh, I had a great lake day with uh, you, James. Oh, seriously, dude, you remember James and fucking uh, Chance, dude, and we went out. Purity ring. That was my first time ever hearing purity ring. Fucking ripped my forearms up trying to get up on a wakeboard, but I finally did it, dude. And I, 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 I was feeling sick when I was doing it, dude. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> sick right now, on. dude. <laughs> but then, like the rest of the tour, I, I hold. I was holding the microphone, and I was like, <laughs> "Your hands were fucked because you were hurting. You were holding on so hard." Yeah. We oh, have a shit. we have a special guest right now. What? We got bigness energy coming through. What up, homeboys? Happy birthday, Joe! What's going Thank on? you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, Looking man. I'm driving Jason. home right now on the highway on my phone, talking to you fools. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with this, but uh, I'm glad you showed up I, with you tra- holding a phone <laughs> while driving. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah Jason, I got lights on in my car course, that I shouldn't dude. have on. We're on the highway right now. First Cali death. death. Hey, no, we know, I can see death. his eyes are still on the road, guys. We're good. He knows yeah. how to hold his phone. Yeah, we're literally uh, on the road, guys. I used to do this shit for a living, so yeah. Uh, how you guys been? <laughs> Good, Good man. How are you, you doing, Jason? I'm doing great. I'm actually uh, just leaving this show to uh, these bands, Volcondra and Tomorrow, and played uh, Cobra Lounge here in Chicago tonight. So I'm on my way back home from that. And uh, yeah, it was a pretty good time. Those bands both ripped. So check them out if either of you guys, or if any of you guys haven't heard them. I tuned in recently to one of your guys' jams, and you guys were tight, bro. Super tight. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. We've been like I was saying, uh, you guys were in that pocket, dude. Thank you, dude. Fuck yeah. Well, we got that Cryptopsy tour coming up in September. Yeah, you got to be ready for it, dude. Yeah, we've been busting ass. So, hell yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. What else is new with you, Jason? What's going on? You guys a new album or what's going on? Yeah. So we're we're in the yeah we're working on a new record. It's like it's getting there. We have a lot of it tracked. Drums, vocals, bass are all done. we're working on guitars ourselves at the moment, but it's kind of been like a back burner between when we're doing touring plans and then when we're not doing that, it's just back to grinding on the album. But uh, it's coming together and it's like, I it's like the cliche thing to say, but I think it's the craziest thing that we've done yet. So, Dude, that's awesome, brother. Yeah, yeah, pretty stoked on it. That and uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm joining, I'm in the process of, like starting another band out here um, with a few friends of mine from some other bands around like Chicago that uh, want to do kind of like a mix of hardcore and like New York death metal, like internal bleeding type stuff. So uh, we're trying to get like that going. Yeah. And it's been a lot yeah. of fun. I was like, hoping you were going to say a power metal band. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. always yeah. waiting for a new great power metal band <laughs> yeah, to show up. A little dude. bit of a, uh, New York hardcore and power metal mix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was sick. But yeah, I've been doing that. And it's been fun to play music where it's like 
you don't necessarily have to think about it too hard. You could get as high as you want before you play it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even oh, though man. I do that anyway. That's the dream. <laughs> the literal dream. <laughs> I know. I'm my glasses on, dudes. Oh, Speaking I can see you. Damn, hell yeah. Dude, we got the whole crew here, dudes. Glasses. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. It's looking awesome. Well, hey. Mike Gilbert to the side over here. Yeah, dude, Mike Gilbert, your band is fucking insane. And yours too, Anthony. All hey, guys it's mine too. Come on. It's mostly Mike Gilbert's. That's, that's Mike Gilbert's band. Let's just be real. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> it totally is, dude. I'm just the fucking, I'm totally the, I'm like a, uh, what are those, th- not a, a, the barnacle on the side of the ship, dude. That's all I am. <laughs> I would put on servile insurrection in high school. I put it on my headphones and I'd walk around the hallways just being like, this is the hardest shit anybody's <laughs> listening to right now. Yeah, it yeah. was probably. Yeah. Like, I don't think a lot of people fucked with it in my school, other than me and like two of my friends. So. Holy shit, dude. That's yeah. amazing. Thank you so much, dude. That's amazing. Of, of course. I love it, dude. I still listen to that shit all the time. I love he's servile my, so much. He's my favorite, he's my favorite guitar player in the uh, for Death Metal. Uh, is uh, Mike Gilbert's my favorite guitar player? Can we zoom on? Can we zoom on Mike Gilbert? So there's... <laughs> I love I love telling uh, Mike Gilbert this because every time on the I always say he's, my, he's the he's the best guitar player I know personally, and he's probably better than most that I don't know as well. No, yeah. probably not. <laughs> I mean, you guys are all really good at what you do. This is the I love that about you is that you. That's why you get better enough. But you still have like Jedi fucking you you secretly I think you like have rituals that you do before you go to bed and like I'm gonna wake up with dude magic oh masturbation <laughs> yeah yeah that's what he does dude. <laughs> first off, but how how cool would that be if all you had to do is just the more you jerk off the more you guitar <laughs> I think that's how it works right now in the chat there's a, there's a strong request to have Mike play in the chat there's a, lots of talk about Ooh, Mike shit. playing no. Joel's birthday Mike, Mike, it's my, Mike it's my birthday like, I would uh could you uh <laughs> You, but you, but Bro, Anthony, no, you give him weed. Oh, oh shit! What? what is he We're getting multiple. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> it, only Joel gets to call what you want him to play, but you have to uh, be kind. <laughs> don't put like some crazy shit right away. He hasn't even played guitar yet since he's been home. Will you play us a major be- scale? he has no warm-up right now he has zero warm-up so you gotta think that and he's been drinking whiskey with me but you do smoking my weed i mean the weed the weed weed thing i I think uh, that's actually anthony anthony kind of ruined my birthday i think you gave mike gilbert too much weed (laughs) and now he can't play guitar that, you gotta, that just made my made me my shoulders sink. My heart hurts now. I didn't want to ruin your birthday, bro. <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. Was, uh, that'd be funny yeah. to say hello. But also, I, Mike, don't I'm feel any. I, I, I go to I, like that. I'm like, oh shit. No, I go to like Mike's channel. By the way, check it out on Twitch. Like fucking just jamming shit and like my favorite. I mean, he's the best death metal. Guitar- sorry, the best. <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just sorry. That's the truth. I apologize. That's the truth. Um. But uh, I feel like the reason why you're so good, though, is because you're so humble. You're like, no, I remember like going to your old jam practices and stuff. You're like, I fucked that up. I'm like, I'm sitting there just like, like a fucking drop of slobber coming out. Like, what the fuck was that? I'm like, yeah. ang- I'm like angry. I'm like, why am I even doing this? This is the dumbest <laughs> sport. 
Well, I feel like, okay, so I, in this chat right now, I see, you know, like some of my favorite musicians in the world and every one of them are humble. So uh, maybe that's like a common thread or maybe that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Environment, maybe? I don't yeah, know. yeah, it is. Anyone yeah. that's like super cocky about their skills, I don't want to watch them play because they're probably, they're cocky because they're playing in like a wannabe butt rock cover band and they have like makeup on and they're just like, yeah, I'm sick. But like actual like technique and cool stuff, people are like, oh, I fucked that up. I remember like watching Mike and like play one of my favorite songs and just be like, oh, it sucked. And I'm sitting there just going like, what the fuck you, dude? Like, I was like what mad at you. you? <laughs> I've never heard it said like that, dude. That's actually sick. I want what to Kelly. Fuck you, dude. Like, Dish oh, yeah. Like, no, the, the fuck yeah. You? <laughs> very antagonistic towards really that. great guitar players and i'll say uh, yeah, I'll, I'll back joel up i mean me and joel grew up like, playing guitar together and i mean jesus christ dude i mean what what you you know the stuff does somebody have doing, a metronome going in the background right no, no 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 it's it's uh jason's driving he's got, he's got blinker. his blinker oh, on dude. His... sorry fellas he's trying to be a responsible driver <laughs> yeah kind of <laughs> um, but uh yeah no mike i i i will say a, a huge fan for, for a long time and uh yeah no it's it's always been known that you've are uh, you were like the the ingve of death metal we all know it you're the aldi meal of death metal yeah the aldi meal might be a better yeah this is why yeah, I came over yeah, Mike, so you guys could do this to him. <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite thing. Make him can I, can I do it too? Let me do it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex, go in, go in. Alex, go in. So what do, what my, do you think about Mike? My project is largely influenced by Severed Savior. So um, actually, the other day too, my, my old bass player moved to Columbia, <clears throat> like Bogota. And he opened up a brewery down there. And we were just talking about all the aspects tones you were just talking about earlier too. And like we've been talking about Severed Savior for years, and we used to share, not a room, but we used to go to, um, uh, what the hell was the studio called in South City? Hitwall. Uh, or Hitwall, RHL. yeah, down the street from the shop. Yep. No, Hitwall. And we used to, yep. like, you guys practice all the time and just be like, why the f are we ever going to be this fucking good? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure, dude. And uh, I mean, yeah, dude, Servo Insurrection. I don't know. Everyone else has said it. I'm going to say it too because it's still one of my all time favorite albums. So, you know, you're here now. You got to just deal with it. <laughs> yep. You just got to deal with it, Gilbert. Up. Stare at Gilbert, everyone. Just be like, fucking. Hey, Joel, have, have, have we ever uh, told the brutality is law um, uh, I have. story on here? Oh, okay. I have told the story. No. But Mike wasn't on that album. So. He, but Michael, you, I mean, they, you guys covered, I mean, you guys at that Did time when Brutality is Law, episode? the Brutality is Law, you wrote, that was like kind of covered, there was like three or four covers from Force to Bleed on there, right? No. What? Okay. Force to Bleed. Fine. <laughs> Fine, dude. Whatever. You're talking about Servile. <laughs> There's three on that. Oh, no, no, no. The, the story with uh, what Carrie's talking about is we had a, uh, you know, we had to like, find our albums and because especially those albums we had to like find them and download them because there was like they go to the record store looking for them they wouldn't be we, there we, we, we were so, we were horrible pirates it's you know it's part of the yeah yeah what happened probably down a couple of viruses to get there but you know like um so i had like a uh it was like a it was probably more like a mixed cd because i know that like fuck the humans was on there and shit so it wasn't like i don't think it was <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it, it, it wasn't like a straight it was like my uh 
my own my own severed mix, you know. Yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. painstakingly doing the severed savior logo, which was awesome. It was really good. Yeah, no, it was a burn CD, CD and I like CD. spent all this time doing the severed <laughs> savior logo on it. And uh and it looked awesome. So good. And then I was like, I was like, all right, in bold letters underneath, it's gonna say brutality's law. And I forgot the R. <laughs> So just <laughs> brutality. Yeah, brutality. It just, it just said brutality, brutality is law. Like, and I had this like brilliant. I wish I, I for could years find the CD. I I still Dude. hold on to this shit. Like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. we literally didn't know that it actually was spelled like that until like one day we were. I was looking. I'm like, does it say brutality? Because we listen yeah, to it no. all the time. <laughs> Yeah, it's years later, yeah. we're like, brutality is lost. Fuck that up pretty bad. But that's that was a John job. Zig logo, right? That's what Murray's saying. John Zig on the logo? First one. The first no, one? Yeah, no, second one. Yeah. <laughs> I still so, like the stacked severed logo. You know what's fucked up is the I'm actually like thinking back on it. And I actually, actually. I actually don't know that that was actually brutality's law. Was that just forced to bleed, and I just fucked that up? I think you had, had it was a burn CD, had, and you had you yeah, had, had fucked the humans, and I had fecal filiac, and I know <laughs> I was... had bury the whore. Um, that's all. That's that's um, that's all forced to bleed. Forced to bleed. <laughs> so that was forced was to the, bleed. Okay. So wait. Yeah. Here, here's what we'll. we'll <laughs> Confirm it by this. When you did the logo, was the word severed above the word savior or was yes. it side by side? It, was, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't it was, sideways. It was above. It was it was uh it was so a it was stacked logo. on top of each other. It was, yeah, that yes. was forced when to I drew it, yes. It was forced to bleed. Oh, so I'm like triple wrong. Okay. No, not only but <laughs> you you're wrong, but at the same time, that's super cool because that's OG. All right. Well, yeah, no, that's like that. Yeah, no. Yeah. All right. You got the yeah. secret, Terry. I'm, I'm accidentally the coolest ever. I was like, I was like, you know, I was like, you know what's sick? Forced to breed. Or forced to breed. <laughs> it's like brutality is law and forced to breed, dude, were my favorite albums. I can't forced get. I've um, never heard anybody say that. I um, love that now because there's been forced to bleed. Forced, oh, forced to bleed. Tell us that story, Mike. The first, forced? I don't know if it was a thousand copies or fifteen hundred copies, but one. the first, uh, the first pressing of Force to Bleed, Troy was in charge. <laughs> <laughs> Troy was in charge of all of this. Love you, Troy. Um, he, he didn't proofread, and uh, the side of the CD case said Florced to Bleed. <laughs> um, Actually, oh. Yeah, and th that's how you know, like. The few times I've seen it on eBay for a decent amount of money, it's always the florist version. They they spell, oh. they'll specify it, the florist, florist yeah. to breed, florist <laughs> wow. to breed. The first press was a, a misprint, so it makes it worth more. Yeah, I want oh, that. I that. Yeah, it may have been less. I don't know if it was five hundred or a thousand or what. But so this yeah. is a um, this is a long history of forced. Uh, you know, in uh, Trevor Savior's history. This is a long. <laughs> there's a lot of. <laughs> this is a long uh, history of misprints, including yes. brutality as law. That was actually probably <laughs> probably <laughs> forced to bleed. 
um, <laughs> and not uh, brutality is law. But um, brutality goes hard, though. Yeah, yeah, but it, it does. That's a yeah, error. No. I mean that that blunder, a western bun is really good, dude. I mean, <laughs> yeah, man, Carrie, dude, your band is so sick. The first time I heard "Son of Aurelius" in high school and hearing like tech death combined with that level of melody. Forget about it, kid. Yeah, we're it turning it on Carrie awesome. now. And 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 Gilbert did a physical lean back. He's like, yes, it's off of me now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I I didn't get a chance to. You guys embarrassed the shit out of me. Thank you. I'm sorry, man. I, I love you, Mike. We love you, Mike. I really appreciate all the kind words. Um, I can never live up to that not even close to that any kind of hype like that and it's uh it's embarrassing dumb. and painful and awesome uh, dude it's but you thank you it. i appreciate you it, it greatly thank you guys yeah yeah, yeah. Course, sure man i got to do record i got to do vocals on that record dude Anthony, so i got to do record come on, man come on you know you're good no let's do it on carry <laughs> let's do it on carry right now no under a west Carrie, I heard you have a new new project. What's what's up with your new project? Carrie, I'll start a power metal. Oh, yeah, we got the. Oh, <laughs> I'll do it. You hey, want to do it? I would I'm, love I... to. Don't threaten me with a good time, bro. I, 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 will, I would never threaten you with a good time. I would only offer you one. Listen, if dude, I, if, if, we're always down, dude. I got, Tell I got, I got power metal songs banked, and these guys know. Like I am. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. I am a guitar pro warrior, and uh, <laughs> I will, uh, oh, yeah. and I he's will, a very he's he's got like he's locked into harmonies and melodies that I haven't really. Oh, is Mike gonna play? Players. Is Mike gonna play? Carrie <gasps> <gasps> can unlock hey, like crazy but, weird K- shit. Carrie, tell tell us about your new project. You have a new. I have uh, a new project. It involves um, ev- ev- everyone. Uh, well, uh, okay. Look, uh, I've talked about this before on this podcast, but there's a a new band that I'm doing with uh, Casey, Trevor, Joel, um, and myself, I guess. Yeah, I was like, yeah, and uh, 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 it's called All Realm, and it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a uh, a progressive hard rock band or per, perhaps mm-hmm. a progressive metal band um and, uh, <laughs> and we we are wrapped on uh instrumentals and uh we should have something going on the next year or two um we've had a minor setback and uh, i'll just say it, but we've uh we're we've parted ways with our vocalist uh riley mcshane and we will be uh, looking for. We're already in the process of talking to new vocalists to uh, fill in for um, the work he did, which was awesome. But um, we're we're hoping to get something together in the next year or two and have that out um, to everyone soon. And I think it's going to be really fun. I, uh, yeah. you know, the the main thing behind the RLM stuff and. It's made, it's the thing behind Odious Mortem too, is just um, you know we're all older now and we all just want to make music with our friends, right? Totally. So the idea is, you know, we we're all just we're all just having fun, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
because mm-hmm. um, for me, at least uh, back in the day, even doing Son of Aurelia stuff and stuff like that, it was like uh, something about being in your like early 20s and mid 20s in a band where you're trying to like do it. You know what I mean? You're, you're like fucking going out on tour with mm-hmm. cattle decap and we're gonna take over the world you know what i mean you're like uh, i don't know I, there, there's a certain um amount of it that you you kind of have a glimpse into what burns a lot of these bands out um and uh the the way i've felt about it since doing son of Aurelius is just like i just want to make music with my friends and i want to make music that means something to me so uh that's why um starting tonight this whole podcast we're all starting a new band oh shit <laughs> all nine of us. let's go dude let's fucking do it dude said, i love that man I think, you know, let's do it that's like... such a healthy outlook to have for real with music so many bands get burnt out so fast on the idea of chasing success or like competition that happens but like to just want to play music with your friends and make music that means something to you, that's all. I think that's some of the most important shit you could be seeing. If this was a reality TV show right now, if this was a reality TV show right now, and yeah, I just yeah. found out that I have to create something with the um, with the people that I see on this screen right now, I 100% have... I... I, I I have no doubt whatsoever we can make something fucking great, dudes. I thought you were going to say you had to knock us off one of the time. <laughs> 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 we would knock him off first. You got to remove this motherfucker in there. Yeah. Yeah. Island. Yeah. No, but for real, when I, if you guys said like literally, we're Carrie uh, just Kelly proposed this to me right now. I got so excited. Oh, we're gonna make a new band right now with these guys right here. <laughs> I'm down. What the fuck? We Three, can do. Right? I think Amazing we need like thing. we could do like four bands with these people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, uh, uh, no new 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 oh, band. Just just collective. think of all the incestuous ideas that could happen. First, <laughs> just, oh, no. Where, this no. whole like, spread right here, where it's so like much all incestuous, incestuous music ideas. Make different yeah. projects between us and like I I could be like Jason, dude. I know you're into the Twin Peaks and David Lynch shit, dude, let's like twist that into a grindcore yeah, band or something like that. You yeah. Know? That you know, so or I know, no, yeah. no, no, Trevor's got a boner now. So <laughs> I look at Trevor. He's like, what's dude, up? Dude. So right, yeah. And, and uh, have, uh, and have Trev on base, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's obviously us in, in a band that these guys aren't in. They can't be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but for sure. Like, I think that that, that, I, that, um would is all oh. it's my I birthday I thought, I, I thought i'd mute you because i know how much you hate it for a second <laughs> and it made me happy i won't react to it for your birthday um that would inspire like or just like make like keep the creative juices flowing if we did something like that it'd start a collective of Dudes just like ready to go and like I, I mean how I about he can album, bring like crazy like Dillinger style shit to some grind stuff that we did or something. All right, I'm just fuck on you, the fuck you, Ian. I think fuck one you, album Ian. where we like 
it's just like like a bunch of different versions like uh you three on an out like a song and like you four on a song I know, dude. And, like i mean you guys know so many people like you have a whole community here where you can just a like, possum, do like a, uh, be like a cali death compilation yeah oh shit all right um let me let, let me that's a really cool idea actually dude you know what would be kind of a cool thing um, for Cali Death is um, if you guys did a composition challenge to fans of Cali Death. You say, "Hey, send us songs." The, the fucked up part is you'd have to like rate them, <laughs> you'd have to, like, judge them and shit. But um, um, you, yeah, there, there is a fucked up part to it where it's like, uh, this is garbage. You know what I mean? You know, but, you know what's um, fucked up, Carrie, is that people already send us their shit. Yeah, <laughs> you get a lot of submissions. Oh, so it's already baked in. You should have a yearly or a, uh, uh, you know, once every two years, you should have a composition challenge. Um, the winner gets um, to come on the podcast i don't know i don't know what that's, great. that's great i mean at least a um, recap of who sent you stuff i mean you could be like hey you know let's listen to this song every once in a while also cool. you know oh, sorry sorry trevor but the, the uh the the other thing you could do is you could have if you wanted to you could have a guest uh you could have guest judges so then Mike comes in. So it's not the Cali Death podcast. Okay. Mike's like, that shit but, sucks, dude. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, like, okay. You know, I have Mike, an idea. I see where this is going. Oh, yeah. This is a, right. Jared, we can, we'll pitch this to ourselves as a reality <laughs> TV show. No. It's oh, called God. It's called Tech Tank. I love how Jared's just yeah. silent for like 20 minutes and then he comes up. He's got the saying. ideas. He's, bomb. he's like, he's taking little bits of everything that people are saying. He's like conjuring it up and Special he's got his whole is, fucking pitch ready. Dude. That is a Sitting on recliners. And you come to us, you pitch your band idea, you maybe play a, a 30 <laughs> second clip or demo, and then we can kind of either say that we're in, you know, yeah. or for those reasons, I'm out. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the prog elements, but you know, I'm not really feeling. This uh, is a little too blackened for me. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that um, <laughs> the blackened space is really competitive right now. <laughs> you know, I understand the blackened areas, but the way that the production is a hard is, niche to, to yeah. break into. Um, I don't a lot feel of enough of the can underground. inside a garbage can aspect of it, you know? <laughs> you're all assessing lyrics. You're all, so space again, huh? Um, <laughs> so space is really okay. played out right now. All right. Black hole. That would be so oh much God. fun to watch. That would be so much fun. I, oh, my God. I wish. Fun as fuck, dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. Today on Is this like the way we change the Hollywood podcast YouTube channel into like a whole like channel? We start doing content like this where we're doing our own reality TV shows, dude. Uh, unironically, if you if you guys are ready to just make fun of people, you guys can just be uh, trillionaires. I mean, you can, but I know that's not what this is about, you know? Um, I would be the guy that would play be music like, with your friends. I couldn't stop <laughs> yeah, playing music with your friends. It's fucking it's the first shitting on everyone around you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's a tough one too because like um, 
<laughs> the problem <laughs> the problem with being <laughs> the problem with being in like a underground metal band and then shitting on other bands is that's a, that's a weird one right if you're like metallica you can go on tech tank you know what i mean you'd be like yeah yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. you know what i mean um or if you, you actually know, talks like, with james as being a guest uh i guess <laughs> on tech tank. you're in yeah. you're in talk mr headfield no yeah i, I think no well, matter you, what you're, you're able to call him james right like i call him james yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. jimmy i mean jimmy, jimmy. I call him J Man sometimes. We're always yeah, punching up. From Dog, the, we're always punching up from what you're talking about, though, Carrie. Like we're just these underground guys that we're we're always punching up if we're going to be talking. If you're saying that we're scraping the bottom, you didn't really say that, but I'm saying like, no, 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 have, no, whoa, 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 hold on. Hypothetically, if you're going to do Tech Tank, which yeah. is not what you guys have been doing at all, Tech yeah. Tank is a that's a that's a it's a hard sell for uh, the 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 problem you would actually run into with something where you have a composition challenge is you might get like crazy shit where you're like I'm just not into this and they're like well fuck you dude what are you an odious mort you know what I mean like uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that would be the actual problem so I'm not saying like uh, obviously no this is a very wholesome podcast for wholesome people. This is not totally. This you is can not listen to this with your family uh, during dinner. Everybody's eating their broccoli rice on gratin. Mm. I was like 17 years old and I was like listening to like corn and stuff at the time. And then, like, uh, oh, you guys aren't interviewing me about my past? <laughs> Joel, how'd you get started in music? <laughs> that, uh, that was so... the question that came up. Yeah. So, Joel, like, what's your earliest memory, dude? Come on. <laughs> like the Early. backstory it's it's we so funny because else about you we just want to know the back it's so funny like when when i hear that story or hear that uh, question asked i'm like i don't know mine is i think it's probably nobody's asking. my dad playing or my dad listened to classic rock in the car i don't know i'm like being like classic rock station and like getting into it, like just and also Pat patrushi and uh patrushi uh, uh tosin and uh devin did a an interview the other day and um uh, <sighs> They were talking about like Prague, like time signatures, and and uh, and Patrushi, is you know his autism kicked in, and he said <laughs> some, something. <laughs> no, I mean it was. I mean he's obviously autistic. He's a genius, but like he was like uh, he's all like everyone loves the four four. He's all like, that the four four is like learned. It's like a learned thing that you have to like because he's all we speak in odd times, odd times all day long. Like we speak in all odd times, yeah. and like. So it's like we're all we all like no Prague, but everyone wants to like be like, okay, well, I get this, I get it. One, two, three, four. Oh, this song is connecting with me. I can I can get on this like wavelength of it. But um man, I think the I don't know, Prague shit it's just like it's what we do every day, and we'll, like it's what we like. I'm Jesus, I'm drunk. Um, when you watch I, a drummer, we, when you watch a drummer make up a beat to somebody, like if somebody just took what you just said and then like linked up a drum beat to what you just said it's so odd timed and so right there is like, what you're talking right now is insane yeah like, i don't even know if, if like, you put a beat to every single syllable that i'm saying right now i'm gonna you know that's it's what like, i'm saying <laughs> True. I'm saying, yeah. I mean, me even me even speaking at like a that normal wavelength right now where I'm taking no breaks. Yeah, I'm like yeah. taking no breaks right now and I'm talking blah blah. It's still in an odd time signature. Right there. Yeah. 
the very well, end. Yeah, and there's teams um, that literally will take <laughs> that and be like, they'll just like get into. I can't. I can't. I mean, I guess well, I could if I really just sat there and made like my whole day. Like, I'm gonna get this fucking rhythm <laughs> that this person's talking in. You know, I feel what? like the idea, the idea Trevor. behind it is like you're, you're. I don't know. For me, at least, it's just trying to find out like a new sound. You know what I mean? So, like, obviously, our whole society and civilization is based off of four four, right? It's like also I heard someone talk about one time. It's like it's how we walk. You know what? two one two you know so mm -hmm. that's like kind of ingrained in us as humans but like right um not just to be weird to be weird it's it's more like just to like hear a new like oh you want to get like a cool riff that sounds different than everything else or something that like surprises yourself when you read it you know so it, it almost at this point with everything that's been done you have to go off in some weird direction it's not just to make a riff and on time but it's just here's like hear new sounds something yeah. that you you haven't heard before that's like yeah novel and all that stuff i you know the um the thing i've always heard is that uh we all learn beat and rhythm from being in the womb and hearing our mother's heartbeat oh that's right and, the, uh i think the you know her like, walking yeah and all that stuff the rhythmic aspects of but cocaine if they're doing cocaine though and they're their heart's kind of like deviating <laughs> it goes faster and then you get yeah, no, the, no 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 then they become a drummer yeah that's right um then they become like, <laughs> syndrome drummers more than they become venetian people. snares Casey's like <laughs> but, jared's uh, a drummer too though i just want to remind you guys he's definitely a drummer oh yeah he's a drummer yeah, hey, you guys but, all but, need the fucking drummers. Like some beats. The the story. Jared, the first drummer of Archaic, by the way. True, that's I right. Was probably the fifth or so drummer. Oh, okay. So the first on on like available like media though. You were on that first demo record that you put out, right? As was, the drummer, that was like the one that I. The only one that I was that's like actually kind of out there, but I the one I got drummers, from we had recordings before LA Fest, right? What's that? The the one I got from you out of your trunk at the LA Metal Fest. Was it that existential chaos album? Yes. Yeah. I yeah. played drums on that. I was trying to it was hard for us to find a screamer vocalist type person. And I was like, I'll just play drums and I'll just learn and I'll just get really good and I'll practice double bass every single day for three hours a day. <laughs> and it still didn't cut it. Like if you listen to the album, it's like sloppy. Like I don't really like. Yeah, but this is it. what I'm saying is like as a vocalist for you to like take on that feat, like it showed your um, it showed your drive for that project one. You wanted to keep it going because you were in a position as the vocalist where you're like, fuck it, dude. I'll just fucking jump on drums. I already do because you were a drummer before that, but it wasn't like that style of drumming. You know, what kind of style of drumming were you comfortable with before that? Just like fucking around. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> did you, did you play guitar before that, Jared? Like you and Chance? Yeah, like, originally yeah. started on guitar. Me and Chance kind of started the band as like two friend guitar players who like got into metal and tried to find a drummer or a bass player or a vocalist and we did that for a few years like from high school out of high school and then yeah okay. so like so cool 
it's no, interesting no. To, to like your like people's path to their instrument like i feel like you're uh you're definitely a vocalist right and like to, to like for me I, I always knew i mean i just got lucky i feel like a, i'm a bass player that's what i do um but like you know you're a guitar player you're a drummer and now you're like a, a vocalist do you feel like that that is specifically your calling or are you just a musician without an instrument or like how do you how do you think about that good question more like a musician than a vocalist i don't really like identify as like oh, i do vocals that's all i do <laughs> <laughs> kind of how i feel sometimes you're kind of like a manager producer songwriter that's how i feel from my outside perspective watching you work yeah well well one playing drums makes you a better like musician because you have to learn timing and so you become a better vocalist like you can come in on time and stay on time and like there's there's a nuanced like effect that comes with having good timing as a vocalist Absolutely. yeah so that that was that's like an advantage but nowadays i'm kind of like a more of like a producer or like i kind of like help arrange the songs and like put make them into actual songs from like the riff salad that i'll be given like here's riffs none of them repeat but here's a guitar profile <laughs> i've sat with i've sat with jared before he's got like he's got a bunch of riffs to deal with and he's like writing a song and he's like he's he's got all the riffs like sitting on like a computer screen and he's like all right this one goes for this many times do you think it's going too long he'll like we'll be drinking and stuff having a good time he'll be like that's so fucking this sick and he's like putting it together he's like he's looking at it from like a outside view of like this is my riff he's looking at it as like what's gonna help the song do I need this to be this long or this many right. times? Or yeah, I can see like, you like orchestrating kind of like a listener. That's good. Yeah. Well, also like I'm trying to feel out like where is the like can, is there a verse? Is there a chorus? Is there a bridge? Like these kind of common terms for parts of songs and stuff. But like I'm kind of trying to put that together and then go as the vocalist. Like go. Okay, well, where are the vocals going to go? Is this just going to be a heavy like <clears throat> part of the song that's just instrumental? Or does this need vocals? Or does it not need no vocals? Or maybe we play it a little bit longer, and then the vocals come in on the second time because it's just like too good of a riff to, uh, to not breathe, have vocals let it breathe. on. But also, yeah. you want to hear it like the riff alone. So I just kind of like do that stuff. So. It's a really I, I, smart way to go about it. Sorry, Trevor, I'm going to cut you off. No, no. But uh, <laughs> it's a really smart way to go about it because um, one of the things that I've learned is um, even when you're talking about death metal vocals, the main thing that um, any listener is going to latch onto is the human voice every time. It doesn't matter if you're doing death metal vocals. It doesn't matter if you're singing. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Um, the, the riffs are cool and they're definitely there for the, um, uh, you know, the, the, the incels that play guitar and no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but like that stuff is really cool, but any, any the main takeaway you're going to get from anyone, the first time you listen to a song is what the vocals are doing. So the, and the strength in, um, death metal vocals and I think um, the best <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, stop laughing. 
Sagan, Sagan, sorry. Sagan. Oh, Sagan. Sagan's screaming in the background. Sorry, guys. The birthday boy's cat is mad at the birthday boy. All right, keep going. Sagan, it's his birthday. Come on. The greatest greatest strength in any song, like, for better or for worse, is going to be the vocals. And um, that's why it's so important for death metal vocals to be on point. Because um, it's 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 always going to be the first thing anyone latches onto, unless you're like a musician, you know what I mean? Unless like you're nerding out on the guitar and only that. But even then, I mean the the human voice, it's like the mother's heartbeat. You know what I mean? It's 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 what we it, it is what <laughs> we intuitively latch onto. Um, and, um, it's part of the reason, like, I have so much respect for like voc like vocalists and bands, like whether you're doing death metal, like gutturals or, or you're doing clean singing. I think that so much of it is, um, it, you're really putting yourself out there as the forefront. You know what I mean? You're, you're, the, mm-hmm. you're the tip of the arrow, you know what I mean? So it's like, um, I don't know. There's so much judgment that goes just from that. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's kind of crazy because like some, you know, some death metal, it transcends that, you know what I mean? And it's honestly, I hate to say it, but it's, it's not going to be because the guitar solos are so sick. You know what I mean? It's going to be because of the arrangements and like what you're doing with the song. So the idea that, um, you know, you're arranging these songs and trying to put them together in a cohesive uh, way and trying to think of it in terms of verse and chorus and stuff like that. I think that shit is so smart, dude. And um, all the, all the best bands do it. I mean, fucking severed saver, you know, odious more like, like, like the, the best song. (laughs) I'm really, well, we, 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 we dropped the guttural part, right. We were just like, yeah. But like, well, um, what, just what I was gonna say earlier is like the the vocalist is the translator. Just to piggyback on what you're saying, like hundred percent. So like you are as a vocalist out there going, hey, this is like what I'm seeing. And uh, I think I think, <laughs> I think sorry, go on, a, Trevor. <laughs> I think that's a like a huge responsibility. Whether like you're doing death metal vocals or you're like you're more melodic or whatever, like you are translating the music for most people, unless you said like you're a nerd or whatever, you know what I mean? You're un- like, that's the most, like you said, most people see that first. So that's the, that's, yeah, like, that's, that's the forefront. It's the weirdest part of, and we all have had this experience where we've shown some death metal song that we really like to someone that is not in death metal where it's your, you know, your wife or your girlfriend or, you know, a friend that's not into metal or whatever. And you go, dude, please listen to this. And without fail, they will zero in on the vocals. You know what I mean? Yep. First, that's the first line of attack. And they'll go, okay. You know what I mean? But if the vocals um, service the song and, mm-hmm. uh especially in death metal, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if, if they're, if they're really part of the vibe and but they I can, can't hear they, what they're saying. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. What are they saying? <laughs> I can't hear their vocals. Yeah. I can't hear the lyrics. Well, yeah, yeah. it's, it's a weird one because like, um, and I've thought a lot about this, but it's like, uh, 
they, they like the vocalist can elevate the music. You know what I mean? It's not it, it's not the other way around. Like no no amount of shredding or clever you know riffing will ever get um, someone from outside of metal to to take it seriously. You know what I mean? Um, the with with a slight exception being maybe like maybe like some acoustic style like uh, electric guitar stuff um that stuff works really well but um (laughs) what i feel like the listener the listener wants to hear a human voice and they're willing to they're willing to hear death metal vocals but it's it's almost like more like it's almost like more like stressful (laughs) because it's like oh i have to do it in such a way that it's like it's i'm i'm servicing the song and it's catchy and the song is a whole thing so uh, I mean, I could go on for hours. Well, but. I'm curious, like, to hear Jared's perspective on this because that's kind of how this this conversation got brought up with like, you know, song structure and keeping the songs um, listenable. How do you how do you implement, you know, gnarly guttural vocals into that equation and make it catchy? Because you do, you you truly do. You do. I've seen it absolutely I've seen it live it. in the person. Besides, you like beauty and stuff. <laughs> Sure, you are beautiful. It helps. Why, thank you. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> so, how do you put brutal vocals in? Like, how um, do you make it? How do you, how do you how decide do you... what to put in? No, no, I mean, like, how do you? I mean, that's like an intuitive thing, I feel like, but how do you? I mean, coming from your outside producer kind of standpoint, arranger standpoint. How do you fit yourself into that as a, a, a guttural vocalist? Just f- try to figure out what the riff calls for. And sometimes it's like brutal or sometimes it's more like, I don't know, naturally it sounds like it should be like high screaming or mid range or something. Uh, but I just try to like, I don't know, blend, like, comp, like, um, like, I like that blend in, blend compliment. in. Yeah, or elevate, well, elevate yeah. the song. Like it could be a cool song instrumentally, but I'm trying to go. Okay, well, how can I make it better by adding vocals without taking away from what's already there? So I just, yeah, try to like, I don't know, fifty-fifty it. Like, let the music and the riffs and stuff have their moments, but then kind of bring it back, tie it together. So there's an aspect of this, Jared, that is different for other vocalists because other vocalists, they, they're clean singing, so it's like melodic and, and other things are happening when they're using their voice. But as a death metal vocalist, we just become... I We just recently said it on a different episode, very recently. We, we become like another percussion instrument but what's crazy about that dude is that you and i we do the we do this percussive thing with our our throats and our stirred our sternums and microphones and just our voice you know but there's like this whole poetic and lyrical aspect to what we're doing that nobody understands or even would necessarily want to go into what we're even saying you know it's a it's a it's a wild thing to be like this 
percussive aspect to a style of music, yet we're still pushing our poetic creativity into it when we're really not like most people are just telling us like, I don't know what you're saying, you know? And that's been a thing for decades. And like, why do you and I put what we put into our writing? Because I know how you write and you know how I write. Why do we do that if we just get pushed off as another piece of percussion? I, saw, I mean, one thing that was uh, really awesome after seeing uh, Devin Townsend and stuff, uh, watching him just play live was this, this video that I'm sharing right now because it kills me every time. Sorry. I'm just, it's my birthday. So I'm just doing, and now Do I'm it. sharing videos. I'm sharing videos. Hold, Put a pin in that, Jared. One of the, this is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Was, Devin Towns is one of the funniest human beings. He was like cracking me up the whole time. He's all, is that Sagan? Yeah. Sagan, stop. I also have a cat um, screaming. But yeah. Oh, it's yours. Okay. Because Sagan's sitting right here, not meowing. So it's yours. Okay. But uh, this this is look, one of the funniest pieces well, of... Uh, the most is... basic way that I write lyrics is to... I, I, I take the um, syllables and um, I adhere it to the riffs in a basic <laughs> the riff is like I might just record myself going and then I'll listen back to it and I'll listen to what came naturally and I'll transcribe it like soon you'll know the way and I haven't known and then you just keep refining it by what you think you said and then turning it into sentences right and then it often surprises you it's like oh I'm gay you know or whatever <laughs> <laughs> He's like the best. I mean, we just saw him the other night and it was yeah. amazing. Yeah. I, I'm like, that's clearly better than animals and dream theory. I mean, not to make it a competition, but I had a good yeah, yeah. time at his show. Yeah, he, he started to do that. Stole, he stole the crowd. He stole the crowd. He just stole like completely like through comedy and he like, found this like because you know it's like you know, prog metal and prog rock and stuff. You have like everyone's kind of like with their their gray ponytails just going like whatever's you know like what kind of uh weird uh rhythms are we gonna have and he just came and just was like i don't care about anything i have a weird uh issue where no people like me and i have he was like in the middle of a song he'd be like i have this like ego issue no, he was like, like a i don't know <laughs> stand-up like, comedian dude he i know he absolutely crushed it it was weird because like and we all talked about this afterwards but it was like even the set lists um for Devin Townsend and Dream Theater were not great, <clears throat> but uh, Devin Townsend was okay. Dream Theater, yeah, Devin was Townsend was fine. There was a reason that Devin Townsend's set list was great, was and that's fine. because he is doing stand up comedy between every song, <laughs> getting the crowd in the super song engaged, too. and uh, he also crushes it. By the way, um, Dream Theater ended with uh, uh, Spirit Carries On, which is oh, yeah, their, that's this. their that's their big that's their big hit. 
and they had Devin Townsend come out and sing the chorus with Tosin too, and, with Tosin on guitar, and it was like, it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. and it's like a it's like a fry light, like a yelling vocal over like like Dream Theater. I'm like, God damn it, James you know, Labrie, like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and, and like I I love James Labrie, and I know he's very. <laughs> he's I, listening right now. I know. Look, look, look. <laughs> James Labrie knows that everyone thinks he sucks, and he has like de depress, de like depression due to it. So I'm, I don't want, I don't want to feed into like too much of like Labrie. Labrie is amazing. He is awesome. But when Devin Townsend came out and sang the chorus to uh, "Spirit Carries On," I mean. It was unfucking believable, dude. It yeah, was yeah. like, uh, you know, the the whole like, uh, where do we go when we die? You know, all that shit, and then it's Devin doing it, and you're like, oh shit, okay, yes, this is a great song. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like you forget, like, this is yeah, the problem uh, with your band. So. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was insane. Like, um, I made a whole Facebook post about it. Like, it. it I was like, wow, if Devin was in Dream Theater, it would yeah. elevate things quite a bit. Like, I was, his vocals are banana town. Like, I'm yeah. blown away. Like, he's an amazing songwriter, guitar player, all that stuff. But just banana him, town, by the way, that's where we're at right now for Joel's absolutely. birthday. Hell yeah, brother. Banana town. Cheers to Joel. So, uh, I've but got yeah, cheers to Joel, dude. James, sorry, got older. And I it doesn't even. I'm just starting my cheers to Joel. My cheers to Joel is happening for the next three days of my life, and I'm so excited about it. <laughs> That's right. I know. Jesus Christ. I'm. I'm. Oh I'm gonna God. come down and be physically with you this Whoa. weekend. Yeah, it's, I'm, it's so physical, dude. We're gonna get so <laughs> physical. Let's get physical. I love the cat. Just, the cat just bailed when you said physical. The cat's like, yeah, oh. no, we're gonna be so <laughs> yeah. so much awesomeness, and and so many people on the screen. Alex, I wish you were up here with us, dude. I know. So I was San young. Diego in now. You're a San I'm Diego. living the dream down. I'm living the Tijuana Mexican life dream, brother. Yeah. How do you like that? How do you like that going from San Jose to San Diego? What's the both uh, you do you well, like have only a has one half change? Of the name changed, so San and San. <laughs> I know, but how how was it no, like you know because it's expensive as fuck in San San Jose and like San Diego's yeah. got like way better cool things to look at. So how do you like it? Uh, I think the culture. I mean, not to make a huge shift, the culture down here is just way sicker. I mean, yeah. there's so many. I miss the Bay Area. I miss the people. I miss you guys. I miss all the stuff, but. I, I don't think I could ever move back. Um, I mean, I'm I was traveling for work. Yeah, I mean, and like a lot of the people that move down here that I meet that are from the Bay Area are just like, not nah, fuck that place. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. But, but overall, you're, you're, happy, you're happier there. You're happier there. Yeah, I mean, there's so many things that I could say that I'm not going to say because it's going to take an hour or two to just go over it. But uh, yeah, it's yeah. like nine day, nine day difference for sure. So. Remember the last time I saw you guys was at your house, right? I think it was my house a year ago, like to the yeah, day. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I saw it on my memories. It was seven G's yeah. barfing everywhere, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Good old gallons. Well, He's I doing mean, good. Seven gallons. <laughs> like we've heard, the new ominous ruin stuff is uh, getting crazy. So I'm sure there'll be a part two ominous ruin episode that you could unload all that on, dude. Oh, the, yeah. You're <laughs> saying the, the, bay, the Bay people talking shit about San Diego. I'm like, why does everybody do that, dude? Like, and vice versa. I don't. Well, it's, it's like, well where I'm from is the best. And it's like, actually, nobody is at the best place. No, nobody I, I is at that, the best place. I wouldn't say like any one specific place has like better people or like is like a better place to be. In I don't know. It's just the Bay Area is so expensive, and like I had a lot it of is. personal reasons to leave. It's, it doesn't apply to like anything else except for like you know my own internal conflict totally, you know totally but uh i I'm mean out of here soon dude <laughs> yeah i mean aren't you already in roseville right it's or technically roseville? it's a, yeah yeah technically i'm up there but i still work in the bay unfortunately oh, yeah. it'll be yeah. it that'll end <laughs> soon though too Dang. So it's weird for your birth for my birth. I love the podcast because my okay. birthday is right. fucking, yeah, I, have, I have I have Paul Masvidal well, next to me. That's, yeah, as a happy Wait. birthday, it was like that's like all the shit. I don't know. As a kid, Paul, I don't know. Right, right now, Paul. Right now, Paul. Yeah, he's, he's, he's yeah, exactly. He's all happy nice. birthday, brother. Sending hugs. Send him a link. Send him a link. Oh no, he's got a link. No, he's got it. He's, he's busy tonight. Yeah, he's busy. Okay. Either way, dude, he still hits you up, dude. That's so rad, dude. That's such. I mean, this whole. I mean, what fucking. Also, it's my birthday. Fuck this. What Casey's <laughs> doing right about, now with retro morphosis. Dude, let's talk about the retro morphosis real quick. Oh, okay, let's, okay. Uh, let's talk right. about the the fucking like a. It's not you know. I mean, it's spawn a possession with a different style mixed in. It's not necessarily like going like. You know, like the Uber speeds that Spawn was, but like Jesus Christ, that shit. Can I say something? One of the craziest things yeah, to go happen in a very long time, dude. <laughs> yeah, I will say I've, 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 um, I've been I've been listening to those new. Are you sleeping in the room or are you down here? You got blankets. Oh Jesus here? Christ! Everybody's so excited. <laughs> Everybody's so excited <laughs> to talk about this thing, and that's fine, dude. We all understand. Like this is really exciting. It's unbelievably exciting. I mean. We've got Casey going in with sp like Spawn of Possession Museum uh, museums musicians. Museum. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, I mean, that sounds um, like it could be a museum. Like, yeah, no, that goes for all of us. But possession museum, dude. I mean, I would, I would, I would uh, put up two thousand dollars for a Spawn of Possession museum, like right here in Santa Cruz, <laughs> like right on the coast, like. I you know we have the, we have this really fucked up museum that's like it's like oh here's a blue whale and I'm like I don't give a fuck about that you know what's yeah, cool yeah. spawn of possession I really like spawn of possession if we instead um, got rid of this blue whale and uh, this blue whale skeleton that's kind of morbid like we, no one likes that and then like instead if we just put all of like we printed out all the guitar pros for spawn of possession and then also um, just had a, a big hanging dick of iron that just yeah and like the a screen and then and the... every hour it was on a clock every hour it would like oh strike noon it flops on the ground and then flops you know, on the ground and then plays the scene from Exodus well, two the the other the other like really good um, right. thing about that is it it creates civic involvement so if 
If, love you guys. You got to bounce. Much love. <laughs> Happy birthday. All right. Love you, buddy. <laughs> Better, Jared. You guys are awesome. See ya. I love you, Jared. Right, love you, buddy. Oh, you did. I'll see you this weekend. <laughs> oh, fuck. That was great. No, I think that was like the most entertaining part of the fucking podcast, and you had to bail during that. Jesus Christ! Civic, so okay, so, so, so you don't when, want a big when, when, no, no, no. What much like a church bell? If you have the spawn of possession dick banging on the ground every hour, this is a this is a calling card to the community to, and also it makes you feel more involved as as a citizen. So when you gather around the spawn of possession guitar pros, that would probably be in bronze. You know, they'd be like in bronze <laughs> and then, <clears throat> you know, they'd all be up. And then um, we, the you know, the, the <laughs> every hour the dick would flop on the ground. But then we would know how to arrange our day. You know what I mean? So if you <laughs> when you think about what's missing from society, it's it's actually local civic involvement. OK. And what um, what the spawn position possession uh dick church could do for us is it could bring us all together it could unite us as a people and we yeah. can all gather around something we all truly believe in which is tech death so when yeah. you have this and honestly we all know this from the history of man a, a good phallic instrument so who's, that... who's phallus is gonna flop that's that's my question Oh, what's I mean, the mold? We got a Dennis Fallis. Who's, who's mold? We got a Jonas Fallis. Dennis Fallis, Jonas Fallis. We have to we do a measurement. We have to, we have to see. I think you. I think you. Um, I, this, down right now. this would be a little complicated, but I think you have to do a composition Fallis of all the members and i, I understand that that, like, that would be we got like be a power rangers situation where yeah no it'd be a zoltan thing yeah you know like, like oh it's all bigger yeah. than yeah i know for sure and then the composite mosaic <laughs> a composite <laughs> mosaic <laughs> and then um at, at, at and instead of the blue whales if we had that you know what i think it would solve everything i think it would solve <laughs> I think it would do <laughs> I mean, we're talking about all restaurants. It's a, I think I think we oh already we, we we go there and we talk about our differences in and and retromorphous and phallical size. No, no, in phallic terms, I'm like, no, I think anti-vax is a bigger dick, and then the the person goes like, no, a vaxing is big dick, and then we can have a real conversation. Okay, <laughs> oh, we can have a real conversation oh. about stuff. Okay, sorry. If we just get kicked from Twitch, it got boring there. Right there. That's boring right. there. Oh um, my god! Uh, but I will say this: uh, retromorph. Uh, the, the retro stuff is absolutely insane. I've, oh, I've say, the, say the full say the full band name. Retromorphosis. Okay, okay. You said you know, the retromorphosis. The retro <laughs> stuff is like super <laughs> sick and like no. It's um, how amazing is it? It's spawn of possession. We've heard it. Well, we got... I, I, it's funny because I talked to Casey earlier I mean, it's not about this today. It's like a... And what it's got all the trappings of uh, spawn of possession, but it's in a much more like um, it's, it's a little, I, I guess you could call it less tech, but it's like a more um, accessible See, more package. Guitar, guitar wise, it's like almost the same. I wouldn't call it the tech? same. It's it's really close though. What I like about it is it's like it's 
very focused on um really making those guitar parts like pop because the the main problem i had with spawn of possession as they progressed was it was just like dude you do the best riff for like nine milliseconds like what the <laughs> you know what i mean oh wait yeah. trevor has a stand up what's up i just meant uh, one second like that was like they do the best riff for well, they, they, yeah they, no seriously but yeah no i'm also curious to, to hear casey's perspective on this because i know that you're a huge spawn possession fan like that's like your basis right foundation as a death metal person so like what's it like to be in a, this band <laughs> I mean, you don't have to answer that if you don't want to. But I mean, I'm very. It's just chuckles. No, I don't, I don't know how to. I don't know how to chime into this conversation. This so much reality. This is so much reality, though. This is okay. People are paying attention to this and are like, "Oh shit, dude, Casey Howard." Like, this is the real deal. Like, Casey Howard's amazing, but if you want to talk to him about it, you got to be really close to him to get him to open up about it. You know. And and I think that so no <laughs> for real like Casey just like Gilbert dude Casey's like this this force that I've like come across I've so been fortunate. Casey's like don't suck my dick right now, dude. I am do not suck my dick right now. I guess yeah, no, I've been so fortunate to come across this force. Like wow. he just was energetic since he was a kid about this shit. And it just like came into his adulthood. And he's just like, dude, I'm a fucking music wizard. <laughs> you know, that's how you are to me, Casey. So I'm just saying that's the real deal for me. I know I get this. I get, I do the same thing with my Gilbert of time. Cause I like, that's how I actually feel, and he hates it. I love it because I know. it's like my actual feeling. I'm like, you, and he's like, that's God what, damn it, okay, Joel, wait. fuck you. <laughs> I, talking, I love that. We're talking I don't about know why making I love that. new bands. Casey Howard and Mike Gilbert need to fucking make a band. Get these fucking two weirdos that can't talk about themselves together <laughs> and see what True. happens. Dude. True. I think if you call them weirdos, it'll make them way comfortable to, to make music together. That's a good move, dude. That's a really smart move. I think it's a really well, good move. The fact that Gilbert didn't physically hit me right there is fine, dude. <laughs> but anyway, um, so what I was getting at is my birthday, and I can cry if I want to. But uh, I heard uh, Actually, Casey, Casey said... Ca Casey it's my birthday. I'm going to mute you, motherfucker. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um... <laughs> but uh no I, i've heard like you know because casey sent me the drums what had like guitar pro behind it and i was like fucking jesus christ this is like yeah. so many people are waiting for this this so is like we insane. can hear it tonight you're saying yeah yeah i mean after the pod ends but uh like as far as like hearing that those those people get together and and uh fucking casey just goes like oh i guess i gotta record and just like what Anthony was saying, it was fucking awesome. I was like, Jesus Christ, those beats work perfectly with the riffs. Mm -hmm. I'm like, God, this is like, I'm so glad that like my buddy is like jamming with, you know, Spawn, you know, the thing I was obsessed with. And I still am. Mm -hmm. um, and been putting his own like kind of like a uh, Zach yeah. on it. Just yeah. going like he's all, he's like, no, but just going Zach is like. Dude, you're not like you know death metal, maybe more prog or something. <laughs> I'm just kidding, mm. but uh, we gotta end this podcast because I'm like wasted. Why? And uh, you we gotta end it. 31 saying. people. 
Like, I, what the fuck? Why do people, more people show up? We just, I don't know. People showed up, dude. It it's your birthday, dude. Horses. Come on. We got Kev Mueller in here, dude. Oh, Kev, oh, Kev must have... Oh, what oh, up, Kev? Kev? He rated? He must what have up, rated dude? us. I love Thanks, you, Kev. It's for Joel's birthday, dude. That's what's How we up. Doing? <laughs> also, okay, why am I full screen? This sucks. Because but, uh, it's your birthday, you fucker. So I, so I have a, a halfway decent question for uh, Alex and Mike. All right. All right. Our, our resident uh, shredder guitar players. So <clears throat> you guys are primarily known for being death metal musicians. Would you guys ever consider doing a project that has clean singing? Either of you. Corn Ooh, all day. <laughs> no. What? I don't care. You don't yeah, care. right, Mike. You don't care? Well, but I mean it depends on like what the music is. I'm not I'm not down with playing fucking tech death and having cleaning vocals over it. No. But yeah. okay. playing like Alice in Chains or fucking you know, something where a melody is necessary. Yeah, clean vocals. Could um, you find a progressive metal band? Also, too, by the can way, can we? And I just ignored part of the question. Sorry about that. Okay. Uh, oh no, no, no. So the uh, to extrapolate <laughs> on the question, the the idea would be, um, and part of the issue I've run into is, um, I'm I'm very into the guitar being very busy all the time. You know, so one of the there he is. You don't we think we grew so? up with this? We grew I up mean, with this. They're, 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 it's busy, but it's like tasteful. So I disagree with that. As, as a well, person that's well, learned, thank your you, songs, Trevor. But I mean, I think they're very tasteful. <laughs> I think they are sometimes busy, but that's just a, a byproduct of the song structure. The, the, you know, that's because I'm a Giga Chad. But, um, <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> uh, no, um, one, one of the things I had to like kind of weirdly learn as I was uh, dipping into like, um clean vocals was like what the fuck is going on <laughs> clean, coming clean, clean vocals was uh trying to like make room for clean vocals which was like a weird a weird puzzle to solve because it was i was so used to having the the guitar fill all of uh the melodic elements all of the dramatic elements everything else so um like I, I always kind of fall back on like my son of Aurelius experience was, was very much like, okay, all, all of my like um, instincts to like shred it up or like do whatever. It, it needs to be like scaled way back. Um, could, could you guys see yourselves doing that with the right vocalist or how do you guys feel about that? Asking two I, people questions at the same time. Yeah. I sell out in a heartbeat. <laughs> I'm already just like Mike. Answer to the question is don't rely on me, dude. If you're gonna fucking scale back on me, don't rely on me. Well, Mike has to be careful because he's about to be in cynic. You know what I mean? So I mean, this is a guy. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding. <laughs> but... <laughs> Are you holding the Strandberg right now? Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, let me see the headstock or lack of there for. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Wait. Uh, but uh yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking. <laughs> I don't know anything. I literally know nothing. I just saw you jam with them. 
and he liked you a lot. That's oh yeah. Uh, you and Paul jammed, right? You and Paul jammed out, right, at your house. Uh, yeah. He uh spent a couple days here, and I had uh he bought a Axe FX three, and he brought that up, and I'd made some patches. Or actually, I I just kind of tweaked the patch that I've been using on uh, Twitch for streaming and playing a lot of cynic shit. So he used that uh, live for what was it? The South America thing and the the cruise ship thing. And then uh, I redid the patch and he came back up and uh, Anthony, I and him hung out for a while and we jammed. And uh, oh, yeah. the tour that they're doing now is is the updated patch that I'm using, which is a Soldano. Uh, patch in the X Fix Three. Um, okay. And then so before they left, before they left for tour, uh, Max couldn't be out here. He had to meet them where, wherever the first date of the tour was, Texas or something. Uh, Max couldn't get out until that day, or maybe the day before the tour. So I went down to uh, L.A. and rehearsed with them for two days, which was fucking incredible. Oh uh, yeah, that was awesome. Tell us more about that, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you rehearsed you know, with like you, like you, Max and Paul. Like what happened? I know, um, I know. Mike's well. Mike, Mike's one of those people too that like would you know you've played for in front of Paul and stuff, but like you wouldn't just like take it from the music. You'd be like, you'd watch the videos of how they were playing it, oh, the positions, yeah. and you take the positions differently, yeah, and and play it the way they. So used to my play, fingerings right? has to like my third finger has to be on the ninth fret when I play that riff. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you can be tighter that oh, way for sure. No, I I try to like. <laughs> I try even I was so neurotic about it that I tried to learn like the string squeaks, like for position <laughs> shifting and shit, and try to replicate the same string squeaks as the yeah, album. Yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, that's just Jesus. way over the top, but that's just, but I want to, you know, I want to be able to <laughs> play what I can hear, you know? Yeah. 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 So, and dude, so exactly. I, I don't know so if I've, I, I, I don't think I have talked about this on the show, but I actually got to, I got to sit in this very room. I was literally sitting right here over here, dude. And I got to watch uh, Paul and Mike interact and actually even interact with me. While you don't even play guitar, dude. You don't even give a shit about it. I would fucking fuck my ass, ass off I played, fuck you. Floyd, I played Pink Floyd to him and then I was in, dude. Okay? <laughs> you're like, you're like, oh, oh was that I already, I already, you're like, fuck I already you. I don't even know what's happening. He's not flying the wall, dude. I played the fucking first few chords from Wish You Were Here, and then I was in the club, dude. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I was in the club, and I knew I was in the club because they accepted me. Okay? And once I was accepted, I got to sit here, and I got to experience what was going on, and it was very, very awesome awesome experience dude and and it's super cool to see this like <clears throat> come from episode 100 dude like literally that's where it started like the fact that i was able to sit in mike gilbert's house with paul masvidal and and looking to mike for all he, Mike was like Yoda, you know, the Jedi <laughs> so down Yoda dude, and that that kind of and and but it was like oh, Master Yoda. Yoda. Let's say, no, let's I shouldn't like, say that. I was like, it was like a vice versa thing because <laughs> no, no, I will say this truth, truth. There are certain things that like Paul's from the old school, 
Mike's in the new school, so he speaks a different language with the the pedals and all that stuff. So <laughs> although Yoda is Paul Masvidal, there there was the the teacher being taught type deal that I was. Yeah, I, I've known my whole life. I mean, of knowing Mike is that like he loves Cynic and loves Paul Masvidal, and the fact that he would like find. Like, uh, you know, he had the, like, obviously you, you could figure it out by ear if you wanted to, but you wanted to like know like how they're and actually, I texted Paul once cause I downloaded the, the focus tabs and I was doing, uh, I was relearning textures like, you know, cause mm-hmm. me and Carrie used to play as kids and, uh, we're like learning it. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is like completely different than my childhood. Like I was like, I texted him. I was like, ang- I was I wasn't angry, but I was like, what? Like, this is compl- like, my brain is like exploding from what you're playing versus what Jason's playing. Like, I had no idea that that was, I thought like, I, I sent him a, like a example of it, but I was like, man, you guys are so ahead of your fucking time. It's like one of those albums has just come out before it was like under, no one give a shit. Everyone's like, kind of like, yeah, we want like heavy epic stuff. I'm not like, I, I don't I, want like all the riffs and all the jazz stuff, but now like it became a thing where everyone's just like, you know, twenty years later, they're, they're like, "This is the, the building blocks of cool jazz, like death metal." You know, it's like, it's, it, it was one of those, those reaches that they that they made that basically, I mean, as far as sales wise, it was a swing and a miss. You know, but like, right, it was one of those ones that just like held the test of time, and people like would find like, "What the fuck?" It 95? changed everything. It, it yeah, it changed everything. Yeah, I'm yeah. Curious, I'm curious, still... Mike. Uh, like you. Like what capacity were you down there rehearsing with those guys? It's a trip. I'm sorry. I'm curious, like what capacity you went down to LA? You just went down there to like jam with them, or like? Well, I I had uh, redone the patches that they were using live, and it was a significant change. And uh, you know, they have all of the um, all the patch changes are all plotted out via MIDI, so there's no. Uh, is this the quad quad tor- cortex? No, no, Axe uh, three. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But they have this this box that that they basically at the beginning of a set they hit play, and it's got uh, feeds to everybody's in ear monitors, and it's got the count ins. Everybody's it's got, got cl- their own click, click track. Yeah, yeah, it's got all the everybody's got their own click track uh, setup, and it's got like With, like your own own mixes, and, and they have their own sounds yeah. and everything. And, yeah. Exactly. So that ties to the axe effects to change the presets so they don't have to do anything with their feet while they're playing. Holy shit. And there were a couple a couple of parts here and there where the, the timing wasn't right, like it wasn't soon enough on the patch change, or it was switching to the wrong patch and that kind of stuff. And um because we completely redid all the, the presets, uh I wanted them to to be ready. Like they only had a couple days to rehearse before they left for the tour. And I felt like they needed the second their cynic stuff is so orchestrated that, yeah. you know, without having both guitars there, it's you're missing out on, you know, a significant portion of, of the songs. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I just offered, you know, I said, dude, if you want me to come down, I'll fucking fly down there and, and, you know, help you guys practice. So that's so sick. You just like yeah. took it, took you like, time off work and you like went down yeah. there and you just handled they're like you need to be salt this is right before the um south america trip right no this is just recently before they went on tour uh, with the, the, yeah. okay so before the america okay cool yeah that's yeah. amazing 
Oh, so dude. you got you, you got it dialed in. You felt good about it. Yeah, yeah. And we fucking went through the whole set. We turned the lights off for the most part, except for like a little lamp in the corner, and uh, played the whole set. And you know, Paul was doing vocals, and uh, dude, it was fucking great. It was phenomenal. That's an amazing like, experience, man. Like listening, you know, we played the whole their whole set, so all of Focus, and then like five, you know, other songs from uh, a few different albums, and. Like the way I had my mix set up was so, you know, they all have drastically different mixes on what they're hearing uh, to, to just play along with. And mine, I had it set to sound just like the CD. So I had you know, <laughs> one guitar panned hard left, one guitar panned hard right, bass right down the middle. Uh, dude, it was fucking great. Yeah. It was like listening to the album. You can really tell that Paul was the Yoda training because he'd just be like all of a sudden like you take the solo while they're playing a song he'd just like throw the ball at mike just like you play the solo <laughs> no wait so it was like improvised like that it wasn't like all oh yeah it was it was it was very like a, a f- i'm like glad you got to see anthony not like a star player <laughs> that gives a shit about it I don't even know what you said, but I'm gonna give it to you for your birthday, dude. I'm sorry, I'm glad, you, I'm glad said, you got to see it. Wrap it up I'm, in a present and give yeah, it yeah. back to Joel. I, I said, uh, I'm glad you got to see it, dude. The the guy that doesn't know what the oh, fuck's yeah, going know. on with the ba- like. I would be sitting there just being like, like it was like that, dude. I felt like that, but I did I did take enough away to be like, oh, dude, there's like this like really cool back and forth thing of like generations type. Oh like, yeah, totally. You know that on the fly shit is so cool. Like it's just like in the moment, you're like, "Hey, do this!" Like it, it makes it this Jared jazz, like improvised shit. Well, I was really surprised. You know, I I spent so long, so many years trying to learn cynic shit, note for note, and not just the notes, but how the notes sound, and you know, just trying to recreate that. And it's yeah. kind of refreshing and surprising to me that Paul is actually really into uh like oh not i wouldn't say reinventing those songs but he's totally down with hearing new life breathed into songs and you know he he mixes shit up you know he he told me even back when they were touring for focus he had already changed you know some parts that he was doing just because he just liked liked them played differently and i think that's cool you know i'm all for it sounds so super organic like like yeah just right. like, no keep going keep going please but like it sounds so no, very very it. It very natural the way he plays like it's like, yeah it's technical yeah. but also like very intuitive and it just feels like it's like coming genuine like yeah well he's also like you know to take that you know a step further he's actually improvising on some stuff live now uh you know he's playing solos where there aren't some solos and uh, that's really cool. You know, mm-hmm. he's it's mm-hmm. it's very cool to hear music played faithfully to the way it was recorded. But it's also cool to hear, you know, an artist come up with new versions. Right. Of dude. that shit. And three some, decades later, yeah, they still yeah. have some like yeah. you, they're they're excited to like add a little bit of new flavor to yeah. something that they still feel true about 30 years later. dude. That's so cool, dude. Well, yeah, Cynic is fucking the best band ever, dude. So I know, right? And well, thank you. I uh, thank everyone for coming out for fucking hanging out for my birthday. I was, uh, <laughs> I, I was, I was not thinking this was gonna happen because I was 
woke up this morning and like had a cold and I was like completely chapped and I was like, do I have to cancel my own birthday podcast? No, dude. My name's... You gotta go rest up so you can be ready for us this weekend. You know, I know, I know. Ready, I know, bro. I know. But uh I'm glad dude Literally. fucking Mike and everyone that showed up, Carrie Carrie's oh he got stuck in a blink, like a frozen blink is all. But uh I'm gonna raid uh Mega Mike. Right? Do Mega it. Mike's oh. the man. That's a happy birthday, Joel. Nice. Thank you, Happy birthday, Joel. But, uh, love you, bro. Thank you guys for showing up and hanging out. I, f- I fucking love yes. it. I was love all you guys, really. Yeah. Yeah. I was really, uh, really bummed this morning. I was like, I'm gonna have to cancel. I'm I have to call out sick from work. Come up. Are we, like, are we really bumping concept album Blitz for a second time? Is that I already rated? Okay. And but, uh... you know, Gary, I was Sorry, first dude, vote. Gary number one vote of that and you saw how excited i was pre-pod casey, casey just drove seven hours and just I sat know down you remember that <laughs> i will keep the hats i will keep these uh, hats for next time God. okay it's, next time i'm sorry that you're feeling sick on your birthday dude but i'm i'm still why you felt so i'm feeling sick please get over purpose take, take day quill at night and take i did all day birthday. i slept i slept like 14 hours today and I woke Do, up. Uh, yeah. Ta- two Tylenol, two Advil combo to get rid of the f- inflammation. Come on. All dude. right. Fucking uh, Battle Force coffee. Do you have a <laughs> Mallard? Battle Force coffee. Over. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, you guys it. heard it in the beginning, dude. Battle yeah. Force coffee, Cali Death Podcast. Buy our shit because we love you and you want us to keep it going. We're not going to stop, though. It doesn't matter if you guys buy our fucking shirts. All right. <laughs> Love you guys. Happy birthday, Joel, dude. Uh, bananas Happy birthday, Joel. all around. Thank you, buddy. Dude. Buddies. I right, Love you guys. Love you, too, smoke, dude. Uh, smoke whatever herbal supplements to make you feel better. Whether they're smoke bananas. Not. All right.